Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rockstar, hustle like a rockstar, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. I am your host, Swag on Zero, and welcome to the Pop Culture Pow Wow. We are here with a great panel for you today. I'm going to introduce you to the man with the plan. If you need him, yo, Shazam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed and the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Mr. A&E. Good evening, everybody. How are you feeling today? I'm actually doing all right. You know what I'm saying? A little worried, a little tired because, you know, I've been... Up all night editing videos, but I'm good. No problem. And then we got the man, the myth, the reality. The man that is back from the hospital again. Q Flow, Flow the Rookie. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Yeah, doctor gave me a prescription for a BS. Oh. Apparently, I'm allergic to it. And I, I don't know. I, I, we try and find the source. Uh, it might be Swag on Zero. It might be Mr. a and I don't know. But they keep putting this on my name. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> it's like I'm tired of the Arby's disrespect, but that's a whole nother podcast. Hey man. Look, look, one's in the chat if you if you like Arby's. One's in the chat if you like Arby's. Put it in the comment section. If you like Arby's, let us know and then treat us. Cause we don't know. But Is there a comment session listening to a full podcast? Well yeah, there, there's comment session on certain podcasts. Okay. Yeah, Apple. They can leave a review. Yeah. Like I like Arby's. But uh, I hope everyone is feeling good today. How was y'all week? Well, okay. I I, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm blessed to be here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the, 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 week, the, week, was, the week was as far as it, it could be. Gotcha. Let's put it that way. Word, word. Flow. Okay. Um, My week was pretty cool, except for, you know, not getting my PS5. Uh, I'm still in a contest for a PS5, so there's that. Um, I've been working on getting this concert ready, and I just saw the venue recently. It's a pretty dope venue. It's, it's going to be a, a virtual concert. And, um... Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Went to went to the AMC Theater for the first time since Endgame. Sheesh! I, <laughs> you wasn't with us with Bad Boys? No. Oh, I was there for Bad Boys. Yes, I was. Yeah, yes, I was. was. And and uh, Gemini Man. I forgot about that. Gemini Man was in twenty nineteen. Was that Gemini Man? October twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Dang, I forgot. I forgot about those so two weird. movies. <laughs> Never mind. Then so the first the the, the first time, time since I, yeah the last time I was in the theater was to see Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, the second time. Wait, when was um? When was uh homecoming? Homecoming was oh that was twenty seventeen. I mean far from home. I'm sorry, far from home. I'm sorry. That was the year of Endgame. 
That was, yeah, that was the same year of Endgame. So Bad Boys would be okay. the last movie. It didn't. It didn't. It was probably Bad Boys then. Yeah. Okay. That was early 2020, where things was good. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Where we took everything for granted back then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. My fault then. Uh, I pardon self. First time since Bad Boys. Hey, well, we're gonna be hearing about that later and it was, on the show. Yeah. Because you got. Yeah, because that's a. So. I gotta get y'all the experience for that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to end up like that. But we got a couple things we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about Tomb Raider. Might be getting a reboot. We're going to be talking about Kong versus Godzilla. Maybe have a little argument about that. Uh, Ninja's statement on uh, racism. And But first, I... Oh, my God. It's on the tip of my tongue. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's on the tip of my tongue. What is wrong with come me? On. I did this. Come on. You can do this. Remember, my wife is listening. The legend. The, I- the icon. I'm making sure I get the name right. I know. That's what I'm saying. Come on, you got it. Didn't I say we it? We practiced I didn't it. say it. Because you told me. What, what, oh, you did you say it? Yeah, I say said it twice. CCO Tyson. You said, you said three. I no, got you on no. recording saying three times. He said it wrong. He said it wrong. It's Sicily, brother. Sicily. Sicily. Okay. Dang. I, yep. <laughs> Sicily Tyson passed away at the age of 96. Unfortunately, there is no cause of her death. Um, the former fashion model had a career and spanned over several decades. She won two Emmys for her performance in 1974 over Silver Rights Era films and autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. She also became the first black woman to main a role on television drama, East Side, West Side, in the 1960s. So definitely an icon that we, she will definitely be missed. Uh, my my memory from her is from Roots, actually, which is crazy. You watch Roots? Oh yeah, I saw Roots I, in sixth grade. I actually liked Roots. That's the sad thing. It's like it's not I don't something know I should tell. like, but am I talking to Ninja? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't that chair, like yeah? Oh no, no, I was. <laughs> George. I was no. Now the thing that called me was the re, uh was um uh got Levar Burton. I, I, I thought you were about to say somebody like OJ Simpson. Uh, oh no, <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons I watch Reeds. But yeah, she is. Oh, um, just started. Uh huh. Yeah, my experience is from uh, is her from uh, Roots. Uh, I'll go to uh, Q Flow. Any experience that you had? Uh. Well, I've seen Roots in sixth grade, so I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I remember everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mostly Kizzy getting slapped by Kunta. But anyway, uh, all you know, the various Tyler Perry films, man. He he really uh, looked out for the grandmother he never had, as he so eloquently put it. Um, yeah, she was in yeah. uh, the recent movie, um, uh, Fall from Grace. Fall from Grace, yeah. She was in all his films, even Alex Cross. I, <laughs> yeah, she was in Alex Cross as well. Alex Cross, Haunting in Connecticut, that's not Tyler studio, Perry. But. I think she has a studio named after her in in Tyler Perry Studios. Really? As she should. Yeah. I, I believe she should. Yes, yeah, he has like the 12 studios and they're all named after, you know, iconic black uh, actors and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, nah, that's my experience. It's, it's pretty short. I won't pretend like, you know, 
it's a super duper memorable ex- experience though. I haven't seen a Tyler Perry film in a minute, so thank God. <laughs> like I'm not gonna I don't I don't blame you on that. Uh Mr. A and E, you probably have the most experience. Well, the, the thing is, I remember me and my wife all the time in a in a loving way. We always explain like Sissy Tyson and Lou Gossett Jr. are the oldest living Negroes on this planet, and I mean old, and they keep getting work. And you know what I'm saying, but you know what, you know, uh, but she was still an icon for many. And my first, uh, like, I got started with uh, Sissy Tyson when I watched King. And King was a miniseries of Paul Winfield where she played the role of Coretta Scott King. And back th- be- before you got your Nate Parker or before you-, you got your actors that just do like these civil rights biopics and stuff like that, Sissy Sis- Sis- Tyson was everywhere. And She was doing uh, Chadwick before Chadwick. Yeah. She, yeah. And, and like I said, Nate Parker before Nate Parker. Uh, she, and she, I, I remember her in King and I was just like, Wow, she is killing it as Coretta, but I'm telling you, this script is terrible. But uh, other than that, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, no, I, I, I was not a fan of how King was written. But um, uh, her performance as Coretta Scott King uh, was really well as all. And, and actually, her uh, Paul Winfield dated for a, a minute earlier in the day because Paul Winfield uh, was a homosexual. Uh, then you know, of course, the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman uh, was was one of her most iconic works. Has anybody ever seen it before? I have not. Oh, I, I recommend you. Uh, it, it was a um, a TV movie. It was, you know, it's about somebody growing up from as a slave all the way up to Jim Crow. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, a long time. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a long time of bullshit you got to deal with too. Right. But yeah, uh, but like I said, I, I did see. I, I, I remember I used to rent that movie out the out the library a lot of times. And then um, going on that, and like I said, very Christian woman, and just very involved in you know in the black culture and 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 helping helping us uh, in black activism and all that great stuff that that she has done. And of course, like I said, she, she did she did the Tyler Perry movies, but she she had that role. No, it wasn't just Tyler Perry, like. She had the role of the saved Christian grandma, Baptist grandma. No matter where the role, mm-hmm. I, I was just watching Idol out not too long ago with Outcast, mm-hmm. which is not that bad of a movie. And uh, she played the old lady that, that that was that was stuck in the middle of the role because the Lord told her to sit there. And I and I'm like, you know what? She I, I every time I see, her, I'm like. She plays. She she does. She does play these roles, right. and you know what? She does. Uh, she does great at them. She uh, got an honorary Oscar. They they never gave her one. I mean, because I I was sitting there looking like, does she have the egot? Right. But I but unfortunately she does not. I think she's missing a Grammy because mm-hmm. uh, she did a lot of stage plays and won a lot of Tony awards, and then she uh, was it then. It's the it's the Oscars and it's the um the Emmys because she did a lot of stuff for TV as well. But yeah, it, 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 uh, she just doesn't have uh the Grammy because I always there's only five African Americans with the EGOT, and those are uh, y'all familiar with the EGOT is all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just, I just want to make sure. 
And just seeing the outpour of love from uh, all of her peers, everybody, uh, show, you know, showing her respect. First of all, 96 ain't nothing to sneeze at. Right. Because I, I'm praying this to see 90, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm And then she, I hear seeing 96, and I'm going to say, you know, I, just, just to pray to be able to live that long. If you want to live that long, you're going to deal with some bullshit, but just to pray to live that long is... Uh, it's a testament of time and it's some of the stuff that she has been through obviously she used to date miles miles davis who was very abusive to her back when she was uh going to miles, miles davis being the famous jazz singer mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> and i remember uh there's a, there, there was a uh oh god uh who was uh gail king interview that's supposed to come on that i didn't oh, think she did right, that, yeah, that i was going to watch that i didn't watch it yet yeah it came with, it came on. Uh, she died two days after that uh, interview. Right. Because she died in her sleep. It was it, it, they said about no COVID or or anything like that. I mean, the woman's ninety six years old. You know, the body just going to stop ticking. Mm-hmm. And she just she just had a memoir that came out that uh, I know that Lady Sketch is going to pick up and uh and read because you know why not read a Sissy Tyson memoir? Mm-hmm. I I know I, I definitely would. So yes. Uh, it, it, we lost a we, we lost an iconic person, but you know she got a chance to live. You know it just hurts me. It just hurts me sometimes when people don't have a chance to, you know, live out their life, right? Or or, right. or, or have that or have that that long life. Or basically, just be real when it's cut short like that. But like I said, ninety six ain't nothing, ain't nothing to sneeze at. And all the contributions that she has made on this earth. For everybody and black people, and just and just seeing that point of love on Twitter, and of course Will Smith had to go post a picture of her and Chadwick. I'm like, you know, I'm about to slap you, Will, because you know you you just you just letting us know that our kings and queens are just dying out here. You know, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my goodness. But you know, uh, rest in peace to uh, Cicely Tyson, and I mean, just may you know. All the contributions that she made to shine over us and help us get to that promised land. Because like I said, I know she see it, and I know she see that that you know eventually her people will get there eventually. Mm-hmm. So and you know, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do my best, uh, do my part on Earth to to make sure, and you know, I can do my part to make sure that happens. Everybody has a purpose here on Earth, and I, I have to believe that she definitely. Lived out and fulfilled hers. That was beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah. So on to the. Uh, we got a lot of small topics uh, today. I did want to get that tribute out to her. Um, shockingly, not too much news happened this week, but we're going to get into one of the biggest things that happened this week. Um, one of the things is that uh, Laura Croft they announced the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. And uh, are we jumping right into games already? Or? This is oh, really what? short, so okay, it does not have like any substance to it. That's why I was going to bring it up now. Um, Laura Croft, the um, as you guys know from Tomb Raider, celebrating her 25th year in gaming, and Crystal Dynamics announced that they're working on a Tomb Raider game. Um, that's going to take the new trilogy and the old uh, series of Tomb Raider and unite them together. I'm hoping they don't Sonic Generations it because I don't need to see two Lara Crofts working together. 
at all because that that would just be completely dumb to me. But they did say that uh, there's going to be two timelines and they're going to unify them together. Uh, I know the 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 recent trilogy was a smash hit uh, with uh, 2013's Tomb Raider, the 2015's Rise of the Tomb Raider, and 2018's Shadow of Tomb Raider, which I'm actually thinking about streaming because the two games I don't have equals up to seven dollars total, so which is nothing. (laughs) And I've been wanting to play, um, I already played the first one, I wanted to play the second one, and I played a little of the third one. So I do want to check them out, especially with the big inspiration from Uncharted. So, I'm excited to see where it goes. Thank God Crystal Dynamics is working on the game that's polished, Avengers. So, I'm glad they're taking that and, you know, going along with it. Uh, next up in the bite-sized news is that Zack Snyder's, um, does. I what is wrong with me? Snyder is coming March eighteenth, twenty twenty one. We are excited to see the I believe it's now four hour cut of the um Justice League movie that we're gonna be seeing on HBO Max. So make sure you guys stay tuned on this podcast and subscribe to the Nerd Coalition Studios channel to see a movie experience for that when it does come out. Uh because we definitely will be hopping on that. I'm excited to see it. Uh Next up in the bite size, Harry Potter is going to be having a television series on HBO Max. Uh, it's already in the early stages, so there's not too much information going on about it. We only got one Harry Potter fan in this podcast. I don't know how you feel about it. I feel ecstatic. Oh, really? I, oh, yeah. I, I didn't expect that because I, I, I've been seeing a lot of people angry at it. Well, well you know, well, okay. Well, probably because J.K. Rowling, you know. It's probably because of it's probably because of J.K. Rowling. I don't care. I want the game. I want the TV show. Yeah, bring it on. I don't know. It's just giving me more ammo to troll Harry Potter fans. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. They get so mad when I. <laughs> they get so mad. That's because you just be you just be throwing straight bullets at yeah, Harry Potter though. It's yes, hilarious. you do. It's hilarious. It's you hilarious. like your your first Facebook post will be you know anime something. <laughs> Hey guys, y'all want to hear a funny joke, J.K. Rowling? Like, what? Yo, what? That was so unnecessary. Where did it come from? <laughs> it, it's it's hilarious. The Harry Potter fans just get so upset, and I'm just like, Yo, Man. you just be throwing, cause you just be throwing strays. It don't even be, be hey, Mister Andy, Mister Andy, it'd be like, uh, give you, give us your favorite unpopular opinion. Harry Potter sucks. Like, yo, what? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> See, self folks just love being a troll. I would be okay with Harry Potter if it's almost like a J. Cole. It's almost like J. Cole fans. Like, you could say, yo, J. Cole is pretty good, but J. Cole fans would be like, no, he's the best. He's the second coming to Jesus. He, this earth would not be the same without J. Cole. It's like, okay, calm down. He is not. That's that how good. Eminem fans. Yeah, right, right. And this is like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just troll y'all because this is just, and just seeing how mad they get is just pure joy. It's pure joy. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, nah, um as far as the TV show, I'm I'm here for it, man. Bring it on. Yeah. I'm excited for the game. I do want to play the game. I don't Me too. for the show, but I am excited for the game. I'm not even mad that it got delayed. The way Cyberpunk went, you know what? Delay the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, delay all the games you need. And you know, with WB, they love to microtransaction everything up, so please take the time and mm-hmm. on the game. <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? That is totally unrelated. Never mind. I'll, I'll wait till we get to a more relatable thing. These are the bite-sized news, so 
if you do have well no 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 it's i'm telling you i'm telling you it's way left it's way left oh, okay. it's one of those it's one of those randoms again because oh, right. <laughs> i just no, i wanted to tell mr a and e something off air but i forgot i just remembered it because i saw i saw a, a picture that reminded me Gosh. now let's go into some of the big topics here more gigantic topic godzilla versus kong now if you guys haven't seen the trailer, it's okay. We got you covered on the Nerd Coalition Studios channel because we have a reaction for that up on the channel as we speak. So make sure you check it out. The trailer was fantastic. Uh, I'll start with Mr. A&E. I know you said a little bit about it on your uh, reaction for it, but how do you feel about the trailer? Oh, the trailer is magnificent. The trailer is awesome, and I don't give not a clear damn about any human. And I even care. I was like, people was like, "Oh man, they crossing over." I was like, "No shit," but it doesn't matter <laughs> to me because I, all I care about is Godzilla taking on Kong. That's all I care about, yeah. and they did it perfectly. I was just like, man, I remember the old Godzilla versus King Kong movies that we used to watch. I was like, Ugh. I'm glad <laughs> that we get a CGA, uh, excuse me, CGI kind of like just slam fest, and I hope. I hope the movie don't take itself seriously. I really hope it doesn't either. I hope it doesn't. I don't. Because it, it it was it felt good to see a summer blockbuster movie again, like a trailer. Because we haven't seen like the last time we seen these kind of trailers were early last year when we still had hope that the movie was gonna be open. Yep. And we ain't know about no shutdown. That that's when we got Furious Nine and all that stuff like that. But then after that, when they shut and, and Black Widow and then Wonder Woman, but then when they shut the movie theaters down, we ain't get near not a good trail. I was like, what y'all just took the trailers down too? Yep. So yes, when, when this guy said King Kong came out, I was just like, Oh my god, they slugging it out. And then of course I, I had to hear the people online. I'm just like, Why are y'all trying to take this shit seriously? It's a monkey <laughs> with a dragon fighting. Gives a crap. I think they're taking it seriously because the movie took it seriously with the last two. Now, my problem with it is that the last two Godzilla trailers were phenomenal. They they were better than the movie. I'm afraid this might happen again. Now we're calling it. I'm afraid this might happen again because Costco Island was definitely the most fun movie out of this monster verse. Godzilla was boring. Costco Island was super fun. And then Gods and Monsters was like, what in the world is going on? I hate the story, but the monster fights are incredible. So, for one, I am definitely excited for the monster fights. Godzilla King of Monsters uh, was that they did not hold your hand. You you need to know this Godzilla Lord to understand what the fuck is going on. Right. I had to research. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> with uh, Mothra and all, and all his villains and all his monsters that he fight. If you don't know what's going on, you're gonna be lost. And I'm just like, well, I might as well see him be lost. But then it was just, it, it was, it was, it. They put so much emphasis on humans and try to take this stuff seriously. I'm like, why? It's mm-hmm. it's dread. It's it's it's, it's guys are fighting his, his foes. Let right. it be. Right, right. Uh, now we did get um we did get information um that the well in the trailer we see that a lot of the cast from the previous movies are coming in this movie so hopefully again it won't be too much emphasis on it uh q flow for the ricky what did you think about the trailer uh uh total total hype fest total hype fest I think uh, the, yeah like this is the hypest trailer we had in a while and and you know and it it, it doesn't help that uh you know watching the fat react 
it didn't it didn't it didn't slow the hype it actually increased the hype train for me right just watching mr andy's reaction so i'm just like yeah nah this is it right here man. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for this one but i have to watch it again uh off off fat react just because they were saying like there was some little teasers and speculations that you could see from the uh from the uh trailer right. so i gotta i gotta check it out again it's actually funny you say that because i was actually going to get into that uh a lot of the easter eggs they put in the trailer one a big one is mecha godzilla oh yeah um a lot of people are assuming that uh because godzilla is a villain now quote unquote that they're like no that's not my godzilla that's not my god I, i'm not no no that's not that that's not him you know Get what it is? Over it. Yeah, it, it, it's someone. It's it, it's it's humans disguised as Godzilla. That's what's happening. I need to. I need to see Y'all which make it like that. They brought Khan over there and changed that like he a slave because they should be mad at. I, I was going to get into that. <laughs> I was going, I, that was on the list too. I want to know. I want to know which Mecha Godzilla is it though? Like, it's not the OP one, is it? Kiryu. <laughs> the one with the cold fusion beam cannon or whatever. Yo, you are such a nerd right now, yeah, bro. No, wait, no one knows this, <laughs> but you, no one knows this. <laughs> oh man, this, this motherfucker got the kaiju books on the shelf, dude. <laughs> That's these all. Yeah, but Godzilla hey. brother. After that, he the successor. You y'all gotta see, and then Nightwing. Hey, listen, comes. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just want one. Of, I'm not getting my favorite. My favorite. Uh, character my man jet jaguar so i need to know which <laughs> which jet is mecha godzilla my ge- i love jet jaguar <laughs> that's that a name or like yeah that's huh? a name <laughs> jet a name? jaguar he's a he's a robot jet jaguar i think he was supposed to i don't know if he's supposed to be a parody of uh miss amy you know ultraman right yes yeah, yeah jet jaguar he kind of looks like he's kind of like ultraman i know exactly you talk, i remember him in the yeah Advanced game and yeah and that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Uh, ki- uh, is he a kaiju? Kaiju robot? I don't know. Whatever he falls in line as, that's my guy. And I'm not getting him. So I need to know if I'm getting. Because Kiryu's my favorite out of the Mecha Godzillas. Mm-hmm. Just because he got the most weapons. He got more. more. God, put the Dragon Zord to shame. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I need to know which, which one I'm getting. Man. So yeah, one of the uh, things in the trailer we noticed is that Mega Godzilla is most likely coming. There's actually a shot where um, a gentleman is standing in front of a screen, and behind the screens it says "battery systems maximum charge," and then behind there you see like a silhouette of Godzilla, and it's like, "Yep, they they just they're just coming right out the door with it." Is Mega Godzilla? So we already know how it's going to end. You know how these versus movies are. Uh, where they like, hey, let's work together and fight the bigger problem. Um, we also noticed that uh, Kong is huge in this one, three times as big as he was in Skull Island, which I'm very happy about. Because Mr. A and E has been telling us for years. Kong is going to grow. Yeah, he's been in, telling us. They said that even in the movie. He was like, he's a baby considered in the movie. Yeah, but people kept acting like <laughs> it wasn't happening. Right. He's as big as the buildings now. And man, and it's just like, man, he he's even rougher. They got uh, Kong, you know, in chains. So, you know, I mean, I don't wonder the humans are being freezer right now. Just it's 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 nonsense, you know. I hate to say it, but white people going exactly where they don't need to be, taking what they don't need. 
Mm-hmm. The, the usual. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before that, let, let's get into a little debate. Who do you think will win in a fight between Kong and Godzilla? I'm going to start with Flo the Rookie. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to go with my man Kong. I'm gonna go with my man Kong simply because, like, he's he's a he's a gorilla. He has fists. We're not talking about these long arms and claw. He has fists. He, hand to hand is no problem. What now? We already seen in the trailer what he could do with that beam. He done he done smack that beam back in in Godzilla's cranium. So I I, I got my man Kong, man. I actually but any in, 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 <laughs> if we're talking about if we're talking about the movie. If we talking about, you know, if I go back into my kaiju book, I, Godzilla. I thought you was going to say uh, Godzilla. Because I, no, I had arguments prepared. But it's cool. I, I no, man, Kong. I am team. We are team oh King Kong. God, like, not bring this back. <laughs> uh, Miss A&E. Kong is going to whoop Godzilla ass. Yeah. Killer to post because Godzilla, look. Oh, I am so sick of these guys, little fans out here. Sometimes they hey, talk about it. <laughs> the, 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 the man is like a lizard dinosaur type thing. The man got little arms. That man ain't boxing nobody. He barely get a tail whip off. He has all these beams and shit. And I'm just like, yo, you about to go with somebody that's agile. You about to go with somebody that can actually stand on two feet and fight with fight with his hands mm-hmm. and it's going to be agile that man going to be quick he got time for you to reload your beams <laughs> you know what I'm saying I got to, like you know what I'm saying do that beam it's like okay Godzilla got to recharge yeah he can swim fast he can be a little lizard something like that Godzilla going to get some hits in you know what I'm saying he, he, he going to cheat a little bit so he, that's what he do but no Congo win this and it's going it's going to be great and if he don't win it y'all going to hear him you y'all going to hear my frustration here's my thing though there I honestly do think there there's going to be a third. This is this is Hobbs and Shaw. Like there's going to be a third bad guy for them to jump. Yeah, well, I mean it, it's, it's most I mean, likely Mecca. It's most likely Mecca, Godzilla. Yeah, I mean it's, it's probably going to be. It's probably going to be like, oh my! It's probably going to be some ignorant dude that literally nobody cares about. It's going to be like, look, they're teaming up. It like <laughs> that right there is going to ruin that moment because it was just like remember when uh, the, the guy in the in the, in the gossip the king of monsters was like this oh my god he's like Zilla and I was like yeah. oh yeah oh my god yeah. Zilla. this is where that we're going this line. is this is the road we're going with that all right buckle up so expect you know- all that cheesiness. <laughs> To come because once the fight happened, I'm just like, okay, look, we're we here to see the fight, all right? And then it's gonna be some, you know, sad woman that got no place, to, you know, who can't uh, control her kids. They're gonna be out there talking about, so why is Godzilla fighting? And they're gonna go out there. And I'm gonna be like, oh my god, please don't get involved in this fight, little girl. But you know, keep a, the girl oh, who can, the girl who can talk to King Kong, apparently. Yeah, I'm like, oh, here we go with this shit, and, I'm, and then it's gonna be all this thing, like you know, all the crying thing, and then you know, King Kong gonna be focused on protecting the girl. The guys are gonna get his cheap shots in. Yeah, then it's gonna be like, I don't know why he's doing this, and this is like, that, that's what's gonna piss me off. Cause I feel it, I feel it because there is legit no reason why Kong should get his ass whooped, literally at all. At all, there is really no legit reason why this this guy should 
she should get his ass, uh, get his ass over. But they, they got to make a plot because they didn't make a Kong Skull Island too. Right. So they're going to have to make a plot. They're going to, there's going to be a reason why he's coming over there. And I guess they they probably bring him over there because of Godzilla is wreaking havoc, and they, and they don't know why. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know they got they got they, they got to have him to you know talk some sense to him. But I'm telling you, it's going, that that little girl seen the trail. I was like, she's going to be in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be them annoying human characters that it's 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 kind of you know what? Remember, um. Jurassic World, the second one. Yeah, that was a bad. When, one. <laughs> when they was so animate about not killing them dinosaurs. Yeah, and they went over there with them damn dinosaurs and stirred all this shit up, and then they were trying to run back scared. Yeah, what the fuck you think was going to happen? <laughs> those are the, those are the annoying people I'm talking about, and I have a fear that after I get a, a good ass fight. They're going to annoy me because they they have to bring them together so so they won't fight. Like I I really hope they uh, like a little girl in the middle of the street that had both arms are like stop fighting. That's the threat, and they they they, and they like can hear her from being like I don't know 110 stories high in the air, and can they can hear her, and they're going to turn the fight. Mega Godzilla, yeah, okay. I I, I would enjoy the fight, yeah, but oh, I'm not, yeah. I don't know if I would enjoy that ending. I know I'm not. Look, all I know is like. Everyone keep on arguing online. Like, I seen a Godzilla was going to win. Kong's going to win. Look, Kong's going to win. You got an iguana versus a monkey. All right? There shouldn't even be a discussion. We heard that news story about the chimpanzee playing Rubik's Cube with the woman's face. Imagine that to Godzilla. He's going to do it. It's, like everybody, First of all, about I'm, the, I'm just mad. People out here talking about so that ain't my Godzilla. I'm like, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did Godzilla run for office last year? <laughs> okay, because I'm sorry. Look, last man. time I checked, Godzilla was fiction. Hey man, look, look, look. You got your kaiju fans over here. Sorry, Q. He, he just he don't know. He ain't part of the kaiju fan base. He don't know. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. They're gonna come in the comment section. Well, actually, in the kaiju lore of uh. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to slow. <laughs> everybody, yeah, man, talk, like, everybody talking about what he going to do against the hyper beam. One, we saw him use Stormbreaker and use it against him. Two, you know what you do with hyper beam? If something's about to get shot at you, you dodge. He not going to let them charge and, and go to Super Saiyan two. It's just it's just funny by this it, 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 massive creature. It's also he's you know he's attacking us. You know, we don't know why. I'm like, you know, I guess by I don't know nature. Eventually, <laughs> human, you know, say humans will get on my fucking nerves too, and I just stomp them out. I'm pretty sure Godzilla has killed a couple along the way without even thinking about it, bro. You saw everybody him at got the end of the movie. Step. You saw him at the end of the movie last. He he was like, nah, I'm it. That's me. <laughs> That's all me. This he stood on top of the body, started roaring, and monsters started bowing down to him. His head big. Yeah, Godzilla need to be calmed down. That's when Kong's gonna come. You saw that right hook he gave him. He wasn't see. Yo, he didn't see that coming. He went right back in the water. That's to my that, Yo, he about, he about to do my favorite my, my favorite word. He about to humble him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what he needs. He needs to be humbled, and I'm excited for it. But um, I actually got a leaked. Um, I got some leaked information from the script. It said no, the way shit. while they're fighting. Um, 
Kong is going to like have like a spear in his hand and like his foot going to be on Godzilla's neck and then Godzilla's going to learn to talk. He's going to say Mothra and then Gong, Kong is going to be like, wait, Mothra, how do you know that name? And then they become friends because that's usually how it goes in WB movies. That's going to make me mad. They went that way one time. I, I was hoping someone would catch it. I was like, did y'all not catch it? <laughs> that is going to make me. It's, that's not really happening. <laughs> that, 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 that would be insane if it does. But I'm super excited for the film. Um, make sure you check out the reaction on the Nerd Coalition Studios channel. Yeah, please do, because my notification did not go, go off for that second. Yeah, one. that notification that did not come. That not that did not come. I texted Mister A and E that morning. I was like, I hope Kong beat the white privilege out of Godzilla. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold y'all. I didn't think y'all was gonna root for Kong. I, I thought you was gonna root for Godzilla because <laughs> I Hell dude, you no, saying that yo y'all got Godzilla I, messed up. I ain't they ain't got Godzilla up, that made me root for Godzilla. <laughs> no, look, I voted for Rodan. <laughs> You know what I'm saying I'm so I'm so happy Elizabeth Olsen distanced her stuff so far away from them guys in the movies. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think she have a choice. <laughs> she, she got that Marvel check. She's like, "Yep, no problem." Yep. Her and Brie Larson said, "Yeah, you know what?" <laughs> Aaron Taylor, Aaron Taylor Thompson. He was like, "Come on, I think I need this Godzilla film." They said, "Okay, yeah, sure no do. problem. We'll give you all the time in the world right now." <laughs> then send them out. Um, no. But we already know that movie's that movie's going to make a lot of money, especially with the uh, one of the biggest movies of the year. So, are y'all going to risk it all and go to a theater? I am not. Oh, I am yeah. going to see oh, yeah, it in the watch comfort of my home. After after today, I would. Because that fight got to be seen on the big screen. You know what I think we should do, y'all? We should run out of the theater and see it. I. We should. I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying, that we could put our money together, rent out a theater, just get all of our friends and be like, look, first time the movie theater, just for us, for Costco Island, I'll rent that joint in advance. You know what? I'll do that. I'm with that. I'm with that. At least I know y'all keep keep the mask on. We go out and get our own snacks. Of course, you know, my wife will bring down her wipes and wipe every single damn seat. You know what I'm saying? How about saying concession stand's still open? Yeah, and we and we can do that because you know I don't I don't eat the movie theaters, but I haven't had movie theater food in like like two years, so I probably would buy like forty eight dollars worth of food, knowing damn well I didn't need that. Popcorn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, so what happened is they gonna give you a cup like a cup of butter. <laughs> that they give you a cup of melted butter that you can put in the thing instead of just going to the machine. Oh, okay. They probably Ooh. won't even give enough. I'm about to say, who? They, that's not fattening. But yeah, so I think we should really consider on doing that. I'm, I'm actually okay with that. I'll do it. I'm okay with that. After today, I I will do it. I miss the theater. Because that, that, that got to be on the big screen. You got to see that fight on the big screen. Because trust me, y'all situation a little bit different. I ain't trying to sit here watching John having my son knock at my door, asking me ridiculous questions, having my <laughs> baby, uh, my, my, my daughter all in the background finding new words and she want to scream when she find them out. Or, or you know, <laughs> or, or have my mama talk about so I gotta go to the bathroom. Fuck that! I don't want to be in the theater. Nobody <laughs> bothering me. Nobody on the cell phone. I'm trying to tell them to look and enjoy the movie. You know what? If if we can. We should come up with a list of three movies that is coming out this year that we should see in the theaters that are spaced out from each other. Fair. That's cool. I'm with it. Okay. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) 
But yeah, we Space already, Jam, one of them. Huh? Space Jam, one of them. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I do want to see that. I need to see that <laughs> in all bright. I need to see all them vibrant yeah. colors. Uh, yeah. God. Uh, but yes, we are. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited for the movie. I know that movie is going to make a lot of money, without a doubt. But hopefully, as much money as a lot of people are making with this GameStop stock rise, because they went rampant. Uh, for those who, for those of y'all that have been living under a rock, uh, look, it, it's it's gone insane with the stocks that's been going on. Um, now I'm going to read a uh, tweet from. Gosh, who is this from? Let me look up the source because I'm it's I do not want to get him wrong because he did break down a good amount of the information that is going on. Now uh his name is Jimmy Kelly. For those who was wondering that's uh what's going on on um what's going on in the stock market. So pretty much investors were um they're investing GameStop. They're doing something called like they're I don't know what it's called, but they're backing out. They're backing out of their stocks because when you buy stocks, sometimes it comes like $100 per share and you buy a lot of shares to uh, pretty much help the company in their growth. And then over time, you could uh, sell them and make money for that. Now, what some investors did, they said, hey, let's back out of GameStop. That way, other companies will back out. Once they see certain people backing out, they will back out as well. When people back out, their stock prices get lower because no one's is investing in them. When the stocks get lower, that's when they decide to buy back and buy more stocks. So you bought a hundred dollar stock for now three dollars. So potentially you're getting more money. Apparently, redditors caught on to that. They caught on to that. They saw investors backing out, and what they do? A lot of them put their life savings into GameStop, rose the prices of GameStop. And now they made multimillionaires overnight, which is insane. So I'm going to read the tweet that uh, this guy posted with a little bit of notes. He said, I know at least one of my followers doesn't quite understand what's happening in the stock market right now. And that's enough to motivate me to explain because this is somewhat of a turning point in world history. First, you need to understand what a short is in trading. A short is when a borrowed stock from a broker sells it and immediately at its current price. Then you hope the stock price falls such that so that you can buy the stock back at a lower price and return the shares you borrow to your broker, but keeping the difference. Example, let's say you want to short X, Y, and Z, which is a current is which is currently at ten dollars. I borrow one share, sell it immediately at ten dollars. I have ten dollars now, but I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say the price of X, Y, and Z drops to seven dollars. Now I decide to cover or buy it back, my short position, buy $1, buy one share at $7 and return the one share I borrowed to my broker. I made $10 when I sold it and only had to pay $7 to buy it back. So my profit is $3 difference. But now let's say instead of that X, Y, and Z price dropping to $7, it goes up to 15. I still need to return the $1, one share that I brought, except now it's going to cause me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at $15 so I can return the borrow shared, I lose my losses will be $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $15. Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses at a short seller are unlimited. 
At some point, I will have to buy it back to return the shares I borrow. The more prices rises, the bigger my losses. Now for GameStops, a few weeks ago, Redditors on a Wall, on a Wall Street um, website noticed that a hedge fund has taken a massive amount of shortage against GameStop. They convinced everyone in the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise and the hedge fund's short position started to lose billions. Their losses surpassed that of $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop stock back at a much higher price, spending the price, sending the price even higher still. This is called a short squeeze. Now, the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy, and the Reddit threat is combining through other hedge funds with massive short exposures so that they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. All of Wall Street is saying that the public joining together in fashion should be illegal, but really, they just lost at their own game. And that was the tweet. Um, This is, it's actually hilarious. This is literally getting back at, you know, this, this, they're getting what they deserve because um, I remember the, I seen an article back in I think it was the beginning of the pandemic they said a lot of people lost their jobs and combined lost nearly 3.7 trillion dollars in working wages while the rich people gained up to 3.9 trillion dollars and now that we're beating them at their own game it's like they calling it unfair I think the whole situation is hilarious and I'm glad that we're Finally, it's something that we're working together to get done. Uh, Qflow, I'll start with you. How do you feel about this? Um, I just wish I had a, I wish I had a time machine, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had a time machine. Cause like, who would have thought to it? Who would have even thought to invest? You know, first off, I wish I had read it earlier too. Like, because then I could have at least been on top of this, but. Mm-hmm. You know what? Such is life. Um, congrats to those who made the bread. More power to you, man. You took it. You saw. You saw an advantage and took and, and took it. Right. And I ain't mad at that, man. I ain't never gonna be mad at that. Um, you know the way to, to the point. Like, like what we've seen over the past few days. This is a real revolution, all right? I don't know what that storm in the Capitol. I don't know what y'all was doing. We stormed they pockets, all right? We built different. <laughs> <laughs> we are built different. We got results. We got paid. And guess what? Well, they got It's so, televised. Huh? <laughs> it's televised. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> to the point where the, gov- like, the government got involved? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, right now what's going on is damn near illegal. I don't know how nobody's in jail, you know, just selling people stocks without their permission and 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 stopping people from even being able to buy stocks in this, quote unquote, free market. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not a stock guy. Mm-hmm. I just I just I just try to, you know, lean on the wisdoms of the wise the wisdoms of the people who've been doing this for a while, right. um, you know. But to the folks who got their bread, became millionaires or whatever through that GameStop, man, congrats, man. Y'all did it. Y'all played the system and got paid. Now, um, I know you mentioned uh, nobody got arrested. I actually found out the they found the like the head of that GameStop uh, heist 
I'll, I'll call it a heist. Um, was it a heist? I, honestly, no. Yeah, now that a I heist think about it, it's they not stole. Really, it's just yeah, like, a heist yeah, implies that yeah. they stole from people. No, they, they didn't just, steal they from got, nobody. Yeah, they got what they worked for. <laughs> they just beat them at their own game. So, yeah. Um, hmm. They actually found the guy's name, where he worked at, his address, his family members, his uh, social media accounts. Like, they found this person. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a little scared that he might be dead at this point. But um, I did see certain people, like this one guy, he said he paid off his parents' house with the money that he got. Also uh, was able to um, pay student loans with that and all that, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I seen um I seen an article. Uh, this 10-year-old, his mom bought him like $60 in GameStop mm-hmm. in 2019. He, he, he got himself a little $3,200 check. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. That, that I think this is amazing. <laughs> like now, I'm honestly yeah. I, go ahead. I'm I, sorry. Oh no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just. I'm just like. I just wish I had a time machine, yeah, man. I, like, and it's crazy. In the back of my head, I'm like, I'm sitting there, um, because I was thinking, I was like, yo, GameStop either has to close down or someone is going to buy it. Exactly. So and if someone that, and buys cra- it, that's that's the stock is going to go crazy. I don't know why I didn't think of that because I thought of that with AMC when they said well, Amazon is considering buying AMC. Bro, when they said AMC got that ninety six, what was it, nine million, ninety six million dollar check or whatever, mm-hmm. and that they weren't have to go in bankrupt, I, I something in my head was like, you better go over there right now. Right. Luckily, luckily I did. You know what I mean? Got me a couple, 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 couple shares. You know what I mean? Right. And AMC before they start shutting it off and selling people shit. Right. It's uh, but, uh it's a lot of crazy. I'll get to like the downside of everything, uh, Mr. Andy. Yeah. Um. Sh- shout out to the people out there because you know what? It is now being revealed. Like you see. All the problems of the world so that we deal with is being revealed more and more every single day. And now it shows you that, huh, the little guy finally got, you know, saying some paper and they have a problem with it. Yeah. No, of course, no, 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 no shit. You're exposing yourself now. So now, when you know, with, with, with different things close down, stuff like that, you have already exposed yourself to the point that we know what you're really in this game for. Right. So I, uh, those people that, 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 that finally got to you know to, to make some money. I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a good story. Right. Why not? You know, say they, they did what they were supposed to do. They played the game, and then they just you know saying. Uh, sometimes you know you need more of this brute power. Sometimes you need a little finesse in how to think things through. You know, and uh, and they did like I said. I, I'm kind of like you. I kind of wish I knew so much more about it. Right. So I can, so I can, you know, learn how to like to, to, to buy because, like I said, everybody, everybody has to learn different. I, I'm not a like go on YouTube guy and listen to some people teach me how to do it. Cause I get bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real, real easily. That's what I say. You, you're you're more that speed. You can do that. I'm like I can't go watch you talk about talk about stuff. How to buy this show? Like, I don't know. And just let me know what we'll say. I got to go on what I got to buy, and just sit there and wait on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. I ask the question like, well, how do I deposit my check? How do I get this money up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how any of this stuff works. It's kind of like when, when my brother was, was like, "Yo, you got to get on Fanduel," and then I'm like, "Okay, I'm on here. What I do? Right? I don't know any of this language." 
And it, it's the same thing, you know. Say uh, people talk about how, you know, how I do all the time. Like, I'm not going to YouTube to figure out this stuff out because it it bores me. Right. And to point, I, I always miss stuff. I say so. You know, when people try to help me out with certain things, you you got to be like delicate. That's why y'all probably call me extra because I, I I teach and be stuff in detail how I would want it mm. for me. But you know, hey, they play the system, and I'm I'm happy the system is mad. Go ahead, be mad. Yeah, I, uh, that's how I feel. Like too bad because you know, so it, you know, it, it, it has never been equal. You want everybody to stay poor but do all the work, but you want to stay rich and do no work. Okay, okay, all right, then we'll, we'll find you know, say somebody could come down to us about time. Right. I mean, it ain't me personally, but you know, I always root for the little guy. Look, I know a lot of um. There's a lot of people that are saying, "Look, I lost my job. I lost my wife. I lost my house. I lost everything." I mean, the best advice I could give them is, have you tried budgeting? You know, maybe if you don't go buy out and buy coffee, you could just make it at home. And, you know, things like that. Simple things. The same things you told us to do. Yeah, Try right. It. Stop going out buying $1,000 dinners. You don't need that. And you maybe need you need that. to cook from home. Do a meal kit. Yeah, exactly. It's not that bad. Come on, guys. You know, hey, how about this? How about this? Take that $600. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take that six hundred dollars. You you can invest with that. <laughs> Maybe you thought better. It, it's hilarious that they're mad. It's hilarious, and I'm I'm loving that that fat that they are. Um, I oh so uh, what you were saying about the YouTube thing? I after I learned afterwards on YouTube about everything. Now it's this guy. He um I usually watch him for his Smash Bros content. Well, not even Smash Bros, but he usually makes a uh, pop culture conference uh topics every single day, and he talks about it. Um, his name is Omni. Uh, O N M I. He talks a lot of. He actually knows very a, a lot about stocks, and unfortunately, YouTube keeps on taking down, demonetizing his videos about um stuff like that. So he take everything on Twitch. He's a, I know how you are about learning. I could totally, it totally makes sense. Um, he's a very entertaining person and he breaks it down into like, he like, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He breaks it down to the lowest. So yeah, I, um, I say, I, I, uh, recommend, you know, uh, watching him if you want to learn more now on top of all this outrage, uh, not only did, uh, GameStop, you know, they, Hopped on GameStop. Uh, they hopped on AMC and a lot of other um, brands I don't know of, unfortunately. However, Robinhood decided to freeze people from buying stocks. I believe it was uh, within the end of last week. They stopped people from buying stocks. And I'm sorry, not last week, this week. Now, I've seen the interview with uh, Chris Como. Is his name? Kumo, yeah, yeah Chris my Kumo. Kumo. First of all, he ripped the Robin Hood guy a new one. I I love that interview because <laughs> look, they decided to stop it because they said we haven't seen anything like this before. That what? If people are buying stocks, that means your business will flourish. But you wanted to stop people from buying stocks because you had you were scared of fraud, but yet. You were letting people sell their stocks and gaining the money. If you're going to stop something, stop the whole thing. The only way you can say like, "Hey, we have to stop this," if the CDA says it's like you guys got to stop. Yeah, that's the only legal way that you were supposed you are supposed to stop. 
So taking it out, like taking it upon yourself to stop it in general is horrible. And now they had to reverse that and now they're limiting um, certain stocks. So you can only buy 150 stocks on like AMC. You can only buy five stocks at GameStop. And there's a lot more to that, which is, this is insane. Um, Now, for the people that aren't into investing, that like feels like, oh, yo, this is my get rich quick scheme. Be careful. This is, I do not recommend this. This is in a way gambling. Literally gambling. It's, it's not, it's not the get rich quick scheme you think it is. (coughs) You got to read up on information. You got to learn about this because it, it could, the thing with the things with stocks, it rises and falls. It's literally, it's a gamble. You don't know when it's going to rise. You don't know when it's going to fall. So you got to invest in the right things at the right time in order to get a result like this. So don't think you're going to be an overnight sensation because of it. Um, and yeah, that's all the information I had. I don't know if you guys had any last words on it. No, I really don't. But yeah, uh, shout out to all y'all. Shout out to all y'all that uh, made it come up. Um, I hope y'all use it wisely. (laughs) That's all Mm -hmm. I got to say. I hope y'all use it wisely. Um, All right, let's switch into the gaming information. We don't have much in gaming. Um, I should have added this in the small bits. But Resident Evil 4 is getting a... The remake of Resident Evil 4 is getting delayed and undergoing some changes. Uh, This game will potentially come out in 2023. They had a studio that was working on this game, working on a remake of the game. However, Capcom decided that they're going to use their core team to handle these, uh, their Division One uh, core team to handle the Resident Evil Four game. Uh, personally, I'm very happy about that. Um, what that means is like it's pretty much Capcom working on this game. That's all is said and done. Miss Andy, I know you're a big Capcom guy. You play a lot of Street Fighters, and I know Flutteriki, you're into the Monster Hunters and the Devil May Cry. I do want to get both of your opinions. I'll start with Mr. Andy. And if it, okay, can you go back to the? I'm sorry. Oh, it's uh, just uh, Resident Evil Four is being made in house now instead of being outsourced. So meaning that uh, like, Capcom is yeah. working. Capcom is strictly working on the game and not. Catcom paying someone to work on the game. Okay, I about to say it. Lame turns. Uh, uh mm. Now I know you mm. recently played. Did you recently play Resident Evil Four? <coughs> did, did I recently play Resident Evil what? Which Four. one? Oh yeah, I love that one. Okay, yeah, this is the one they're working on. This is the remake <coughs> they're working on. Because you know, two was successful, uh-huh. three was successful, one was successful. So you're just going to keep it going. I figured as much. I mean, you know. Go with, go where the money goes. But uh, sometimes Capcom be hit or miss with it. Just be like pure Capcom, right? And I, that's one thing I worried about because I'm like Resident Evil Four was one, one of the best received ones that they ever had. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the Final only Fantasy I, Seven of the Resident Evil. Say what? It's the Final Fantasy Seven of the Resident Evils. They okay? You know that's a good way to put it. It's it's kind of like. You look at you like I hope they don't fuck this up, right? Because I, like I said, y'all try to hear me talk about it. So I know I keep talking about it, but you know I don't want an incomplete game, right? Exactly. Oh yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Flo Ricky, I know uh, you, again you're a Devil May Cry fan, you're a Monster Hunter fan. Actually, one of the games that they had a reboot on was DMC <clears throat> Devil May Cry, 
And that was made by out, that was being made outside of Capcom. Capcom was paying Ninja Theory to uh, produce that game. Um, and I know you didn't like that game very well. Uh, Which is why I'm surprised you even brought it up. But yeah, I want to like I know how you're like them now not outsourcing with this game uh, and the success of Devil May Cry Five. I wanted to get your opinion about that. Um, to be honest, I'm not I'm not really too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's been a while since I've even seen Resident Evil Four, so I I don't know. I really, I really have no opinion on it. I know you're a fan of five. And did you like six? I, I, I had a six was okay. It, it's okay. I to say, play, It's okay to say you like six. I know a lot of people. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you know what? I, <clears throat> you know, for the sake of it, I'll say yeah. Six wasn't that like in hindsight when I go back to it, six wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I did like five though. Five, I love five. I still have five. I know five is a polished uh, co-op game. Oh yeah, I only played a single player. I never played a co-op. Yeah, no five is five is fun, man. You should you should should play it sometime, man. Mm-hmm. I'll play it with you. Yeah, five is five is dope. Mister Andy, you got you got five. I do have five. Really? I mean, oh yeah. Should... He has them on Switch. Oh yeah. Oh, on the Switch. Okay. <laughs> All right, let me throw that out there real quick. He probably mad at me. Like, are you? You had to say something. So, yeah, I got on Switch. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got it on the. I got. It, I thought you had it on the on the on the station. You know what I'm saying, you know, I mean, I had to. Wait, you was playing it with your fiance? Yeah. Uh, did y'all finish it? Nah. Oh, okay. Okay. Why not? We just didn't go back to it. I thought y'all may have been busy. I couldn't get it on the system because you know you can't take the system anywhere with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he brings it back around. <laughs> uh, oh lord. Okay. Um. Now I'm excited for this. This is huge news to me because one other studio did this when uh, with a remake of the game, and that is Square Enix. When uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was originally being made, it was being made by CyberConnect2, which is a great developer. CyberConnect2 is a great developer. The problem with CyberConnect2 is they're a one-button system. All you're mashing in that game is square. Uh, if you don't know CyberConnect2, they made the Naruto Storms, they did Dragon Ball Kakarot, they did Asura's Wrath. So, it, they're all one-button type of systems. Mm, I play, hate them. When we play um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, it was a lot more strategic and a lot more um, a lot more care and love was put into this game to make it as close to the original as possible, which I I, I praise the uh, development team for making that uh, style of gameplay. It was it was completely great, a hybrid of turn based and uh, uh, high pace action. This gives me hope because Capcom does know what they're doing when it comes to Resident Evil. Even though Resident Evil 6 wasn't a good Resident Evil game, it, at the end of the day, it was a pretty cool game. Uh, Resident Evil 7 was spectacular. They took a risk and they went with it. And that game was spectacular. And we could see the um, we could see how that's affecting Resident Evil Village as well. Resident Evil 4 is their baby. And I know for a fact they don't want to mess this up at all. Especially when we're seeing the success of uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake. That was phenomenal. One of the best remakes I've seen. Not even remake. I would say reimagining 
of the of Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 3 was hit or miss because, uh, because originally Resident Evil 3 remake was supposed to be a DLC to Resident Evil 2 remake, but you know, it's it's nothing it's not much we can say. Not much we can say about that. Um but I am happy that they're bringing it in studio because we've seen like Capcom has been it's been a resurgence in Capcom recently. We finally got a completed uh well Miss Anique, you can tell me uh, if I'm right or not. I completed Final, uh, gosh, uh, Street Fighter V. Yes, we did. Uh, we're getting more characters, and they're taking their time with uh, Street Fighter VI instead of rushing it out. And they're, they're, they remember that Rival Schools is a thing. So they're trying to bring that into the, um, into the Street Fighter universe. Resident Evil Five. I'm sorry, uh, not Resident Evil. Uh, DMC Five. Spectacular. Was up for Game of the Years, Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter Rise, spectacular. Monster Hunter World is Capcom's biggest selling game at the moment, and of course, their second best selling game is Resident Evil Seven. So it shows like over they, Devil May Cry, over Devil Game, yeah. Resident Evil Seven okay. is their second uh, most selling game. So it's actually genius that they're bringing it back in house and making the changes that they want to make because it shows that they don't want to risk messing up the, the care that they have for it. Because the one thing that's going to know is the fans are going to notice and developers are going to see the money and they're going to notice that something went wrong. So now is 2023 a good time. If they start in now, probably not. But then again, um, if we look at the timeline for final fantasy seven remake, they stopped development halfway through and it took them two and a half years to finish doing that. So the overhaul of that and the turnaround of that was great. It's almost like you couldn't yeah. even tell that it took them that y'all, long to make it. Y'all can wait. There's a whole pandemic out here. Y'all can wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Oh, yeah. Well, probably in Japan, they, they got everything more under control over there versus America. I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I'm I'm happy that Resident Evil 4 remake is coming back. Again, one of the best Resident Evil games known to man. Uh, so yeah. But definitely come back to us when the game comes out. Or at May 7th, yes, the official date of May 7th. We actually <laughs> could say that now. Um mm-hmm. Resident Evil Village comes out. Right. Now for the last uh news on the gaming side, after that we're gonna get into Q Flow's uh movie experience. We're gonna talk about um Ninja. He uh had an interview with the uh New York Times talking about certain things. Uh let me pull uh, I have the article up, I'm trying to find the actual thing he said. Uh because it it was I saw one article from GameStop. He said he has a message for parents saying it's the parents' job to teach kids about racism and about white privilege. And he shouldn't be fully responsible for it because it it's the parents' job to do that. Um, I don't know why I can't find... Okay, here it is. He says, um, being watched live for hours day after day by tens of thousands of people while you're playing video games is deeply new and also deeply unnatural um, activity. It must have some effects on your uh, personal sense of self. How do you think it affects you? He says streaming makes you very self-conscious. You have to be, uh, you have to be sure. You have to be the most sure person on the planet if you're going to get into it and not completely torn apart. If I didn't have my wife and my family to talk to, like everyone's, don't listen to what people say. 
Um, it, okay, wait, no, that is not. Okay, I cannot find where it says the information. Just a second, my bad. Okay, I have no idea where I found it. Yeah, I have no idea where it is. I don't know why it's not showing up here. But um, he was pretty much saying it's not his responsibility to uh, teach kids about racism um, on his platform. His parents, uh, their parents should be the one teaching them. Now, I'm going to go with Mr. A&E first. As a parent, how do you feel about this response? Uh, I agree and I disagree at the same time. And I do, uh, as a parent, your job is when, when you bring children to the world, you have to get them ready for the world. Right. And there's, everybody's going to raise their kid different because it's their kid. And, you know, everybody has different me- methods of raising kids. It's kind of like this. If, you know, uh, one day when, when you guys are blessed with kids, it's like, I could be like, yeah, I've been there before. I can help you out. I can give you some advice. But at the end of the day, you want to raise your kid your way. And yeah, I mean, you, you got to respect that. But, but then, you know what I'm saying? But there is a um, a true poison out here in racism. And sometimes when it comes to racism, like your kids are going to adore you no matter who you are. Because you're their parent. They look up to you. And they don't know. So whatever you teach them is the gospel. If I was to teach my son out here now that he should be, you know, saying slapping little girls and disrespecting them, he's going to think that's right because right. The, you are the leader of the household. The, they look up to you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, and then, so if you're dealing with a racist parent, okay, they're going to teach their kids racism. And they're going to teach them things that are totally not true and are dangerous to that child. It's like, the, if you're going to say, if, like, you know, swear you have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't believe in popping your kids. Right. And say you spoil them. I'm like, hey, man, you, you, you better get it under control. You be like, but okay, but look, he's my or she's my child. And that's going to come back and bite you. Right. Because you're spoiling the child. And I'm like, you have every right to raise your child the way you want to raise your child. However, Karma's a bitch, and it will come back tenfold because how you raise a child for the world is how they're going to act. They are a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So, when you have a lot of these racist people out here who fills up, it, it's like there are the nicest people in the world in their community. Mm-hmm. But when they go outside of that community, they are probably some of the most evilest people that have walked this earth. Right, And that's just wrong. And I, I was raised to believe Right is right and wrong is wrong. I was also raised to believe a free of thinking. Such as that it was like, uh, you know, the parents had to think, do as I say, not as I do. Right. Mm-hmm. Type thing like that. Well, I, I I was able to go out and learn on my own that stuff that is, that is right and stuff that is wrong. I, I understand there's a lot of pressure on celebrities and people that stream and stuff like that that says, well, you know, it's not my responsibility to teach them that. He does have a point. The parents should teach them that. But the problem is the parents are going to teach their kids what they feel as though is right. It was wrong. Right. And so 
if somebody gets on his stream and they are saying racist remarks about you know somebody that clearly watches ninja then the question is what are you going to do about it because that is a wrong action but this you're not born racist you, you you learn that from your people right you learn that from your people and in uh, uh, then you have some people that are more pro- on the progressive side that be like, well, let me find out from my own because it's it's not right that they, they treat certain people or certain sexes this way. And if you have a platform, because the the thing is, when when you're famous, whether you're Molly famous or you're a, a big famous, you have a platform that attracts all kinds of people, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. If you have made a platform that's exclusive to a certain amount of people, well, then you'll get that. But then you, you could probably be in the wrong because you're saying only a certain amount, only this kind of people can watch my stuff. You have an open platform to everybody. And these people who watch you are black, Asian, Native American, Hispanic, disabled, gay, women. It doesn't matter. They all they You you are ninja. You, you are the Fortnite streamer. You are popular enough that they all you know almost take what you say with the gospel mm-hmm. and especially when you're in that age range right now that these kids are defiant of their parents don't know by everybody on this call right now has not wanted to listen to their parents one time or another mm-hmm. that they had the answer they wrong because they're not out here living like I am that's going to happen and they're going to go take inspiration from somebody else and and whether he likes it or not, there are people that look up to him. And people that look up to him, I'm not saying it's his job, he has responsibility, but I'm just saying, but to let people know that, hey, racism is wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's the one thing that people don't like, and even me to a certain extent, is status. Mm-hmm. When you go... One way, people don't want the backlash of it. They don't. They don't want the backlash of it. If he goes and, and talk and, and, and start calling out all the bullshit that's going out in the world today, he knows he's going to lose a shit ton of subscribers mm-hmm. and people and support because he knows that he has racist racist people that support him. Right. But what's important now? Because but that's just that's just, that's just that's just human nature. It, it it takes a certain amount of balls to um grow up and be like, yo, man, this is wrong. It's kind of like um I know you don't watch wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. But if you want to just have a good day and find a, an ally, go to Dave Patisse's Twitter. Okay. Oh t- yeah. <laughs> oh now, yeah. He yeah. curse out everybody. And emphasize he grew up in DC, so it's different. But then, <laughs> and then there's another person named Kevin Nash who has a who has a, a these Twitter calling out these these assholes also. So Mick Foley, who is a Hall of Famer, was just like he uh, he he's an ally of us, but it, he was hesitant on on how to speak out about it. But then they inspired him to just come out with it. And you know, it's like after you go through that initial burn, and you say, "Oh man, I woke up and I lost like you know." A million followers or five hundred thousand, but you know what? It's a more peaceful place to be. Right. 
because you don't need them people. And you don't. And I, I think him being 29 years old, he's not thinking about, uh, you know, teaching right and wrong from the race. He's thinking about status. Right. And once again, it, it, it's hard to teach anybody, especially somebody like him, about what's important if you never experienced it. He, what racism is, racism has he experienced? Right. Is he gay? Did he experience any kind of you know saying uh, a homophobia? You know saying has he um you know is he sexist? Like, like he hasn't experienced any of this stuff. Experience is the best teacher, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's kind of like you know when kids when when, when they go, when they start going protesting and you know saying and then it's like oh because. Our school got shot up, but we want to make a difference about it. They've lived through in a traumatic experience. Racism is built in trauma. Right. Okay. It's black trauma that we've been going through for centuries, not days, not weeks, not months, not years, not decades, centuries. Okay. And it's been passed down and passed down. And he, he is not going to understand that trauma. All he sees is look, I don't care. I'm not racist, so that that's all it cares about. But right now, we are living in an age where just not being racist is not enough. You know how many people that we have met or that we have known in our group of friends that are just like, well, I'm not racist. Right. That's you not good be enough. Anti-racist. You got to be anti-racist because when you're not racist, right, and it's like something happens to us, you you can't tell us, well, I'm not that way. Right. I'm telling you something. Right. Where, you not saying nothing are just as bad as the people that's doing it. Right. And I hate the line where it's like, I don't see color. It's like, no, you have to see color. You have to see there's an advantage going on. Yes, you, you, you have to see color because that, and then, you know what I'm saying? And then when people, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a touchy topic. It's a scary topic, especially when you're on that, on, on, on that uh, platform. And I understand, like I said, when, when he's trying to come out and say, yeah, the parents got to teach that, but I was like, but when the parents are corrupted, mm-hmm. like, how do you break the cycle? Right. You got to know how to break the cycle. Racist grandfathers raise racist parents who are raising racist grandparents, grandkids. Mm-hmm. They're grooming them. And people are like, well, you know what? We got to wait for the, all the racists to die. I'm like, so when all them racist people in the GOP, you know, say in the next 20 years start dying off, we think it's going to happen. It's going to be, oh, we're going to have free thinking people. They're grooming the next generation to be like them that's the problem when i go out there and and and, and show my kids like i have to you know I, I have to teach my kids that hey you are somebody you mean something but it ain't right to hate nobody like every time like my son would would say something that's out of pocket i don't care if he's playing or not i point to the side like yo we don't play like that mm-hmm I don't care if he's playing Fortnite. I don't care if he's playing a game. I don't care. Like I can hear him because he's be loud playing Fortnite, and he will say certain things that they they'll make certain jokes to each other. And I'm like, no, nah. I'm I'm coming to the room. I'm like, yo, we don't even play like that. You don't call this person this. You don't call this person that. You have respect. You have respect for your fellow man because if you are somebody who uh, is like I am a family that comes from a Christian family who believes in God, hey, the same God that loves me loves the other man too. Okay, and then you're gonna learn how to be respectful because you're not gonna pass. You're not going to pass that poison on. I remember that happened to me in high school. Me and and, and uh, a a boy, a guy named Robert. Not not any of the Robert y'all know. Uh, 
we 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 was uh talking about something and then we started arguing and then he called me the n-word and i called him a nazi and we were screaming at each other and the teacher pulls apart like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all <laughs> and, 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 and the teacher's like yo that is not a way to play to some people, it's like, yo, it's cool. It's kind of like, um, I'm not going to say no names, but I'm just saying, but it's like, it's like, well, look, I don't care if these people use the N-word. I'm like, that's not good enough. Right. Because when you enable the problem, the problem gets worse. But once again, at the end of the day, everybody cares about status. And I have been learning that it can... Great. Remember when we, we we put up on YouTube years ago the hip hop video about the Asian guy, right? And I and I didn't like the video at all, and they came at me hard. Mm-hmm. You do remember that? Yeah, yeah. I took that video down because I was like, "Hey, they're not gonna curse me if I don't get if I'm not getting paid for it." I cared about status, and I'm like, as I grew grew older and got more mature in this this YouTube world, and just got older in general, it's like status don't mean shit. Right. Status don't mean shit when you have fake status. Mm-hmm. Anybody that, that that you know cheers you on and you're like, oh man, I got all these fans and everybody loves me. No, they don't. And if you gotta get get rid of the people that that don't care about you, then so be it. So yeah, so you know. Right and wrong, in, in, in my personal opinion, because I am a parent, but I'm, I'm not saying he needs to go out and you know march for Black Lives Matter and sit there and say, "Hey, I'm going to be out there on the front lines and, and take a knee." I ain't say he has to do all that, right? But for his platform, for the people that he has, it's better to you know to be anti-racist. Right. You're going to. Say some shit that's gonna piss some people off. If you don't buy this look, hey, look, I believe Black Lives Matter over here, and you're not gonna say any insensitive stuff while I'm streaming, or you're gonna get blocked, and they're gonna and it's gonna piss it's gonna piss people off. And guess what? Lose he's ninja. All them people, he, it's not gonna make a dent when people when them people bounce. But right. people, they don't want to admit it, but they care about status. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna keep going on and on, but yeah, that's my that's my take on. It. Yeah, my uh, my point of view is like I get I get what he's saying. He's not 100 percent wrong. And I do agree that these things should be taught at home. But if you have the platform that you have and you believe on something, why wouldn't you speak on it? Like, if you believe that racism is a problem, you should be able to speak on it. The only time someone doesn't speak on something is if you don't believe it or you're uncomfortable or scared of the outcome of it. Now, I know he mentioned, like, trolling like trolling does go around, but that happens on every single person on a public platform. People aren't going to get trolled, but imagine getting trolled because you exist. The color, uh, color of our skin is just an ammo for them. It's just, mm-hmm. it's literally just an ammo for them to keep trolling us. But in the perfect world, like in a perfect world, I understand that parents should teach their child what's wrong and right, but the parents is not going to be around the child 24 seven. And the way the child learns is going through the Twitch, learning this from Twitch, learning this from Discord, learning this from YouTube. And if you're one of the faces of the platform and you're not standing up for, you're not standing up against it, why would they? Especially if you're like, if you're building a community where everyone feels safe. 
your whole Twitch comment section, your whole Discord, your whole YouTube platform, that's a community that you are building and you should have some responsibility on that. Like, I'm not, like, like, okay, like, what did he say? I know he said, like, people comment on them or, like, saying all that, like, saying slurs and stuff and he just said, look, that's not my problem. But that's not Mm. his problem because he doesn't have to deal with racism outside of the stream. He's not like us. We have to walk around like that every single day. Like, I understand that his his job to teach the kids, but at least be responsible and stand up for it. Because you were standing up for it when Black Lives Matter was a trend. And following all these black influencers. But, like, it, in all honesty, we ain't dumb. The praise, the cosign, the follows, the, the spotlight. We all know that's strictly PR and used for marketing. Like, the more I went in life, the more I understand that actions speak louder than words, but the actions don't speak louder when your action is silent. So, that's all I got to say. Uh, well, that was very poetic of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you float, are you illusionary? Oh, I mean, y'all pretty much, y'all pretty much nailed it on the head, man. Some, I mean, it sounds almost like, you know, that energy wasn't the same, man. His energy sliders went down and, you know, because all of a sudden, like you said, your energy was high when it was Black Lives Matter. But now that it's calmed down and, you know, you don't you don't want to be a you're you're an influencer influence. Like right. what do you? That's all I got, man. That's all I got. I really don't have much. You guys totally rocked it on the, on, on the head. So. I'm just saying, be like, like I can't believe I'm saying this, but Will Pounder, okay? You know, evil, oh, yeah, evil white guy from yeah. Detroit. Uh-huh. Has been before, has been during, and has been after this cause all on his Twitter. He sure has. I see. <laughs> he and has I'm just like, and, and he is still going strong when even when the stuff is not trending no more even when the stuff is not as high as it more he is bringing a, a awareness to situations that i don't even know about right because he's out here that's how you fight the fight there are people out here that after three weeks is just like hey man whatever happened to capital man it's over now no it ain't you don't get away with that there are people out here that are it's just it's just like um like as I just said about Batista. Batista had been out here fighting this fight for for the longest time and he's still doing it. And so what WWE are you gonna do? Now bring me back and put me in the Hall of Fame? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You need me more so than I need you. Right. Okay, and it's just like what what Marvel gonna do? Now cut him a check? No, that's 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 not what's going to happen, but you know, say those are the necessary allies, and yes, of course, you had uh, which everybody knew was gonna happen because what's gonna happen is this is how you reveal people to themselves it got hot, it cooled down, and trust me when I say in a positive way, it will get hot again this year. Oh, yeah, okay, and I'm saying then when people try to come back, see, now you uh, see. You want to open the door 
And then now you're gonna try you you're trying to close it with too much junk in there. And I'm like, you ain't gonna be able to get that door back to be you ain't gonna be able to get that door back to be closing and hide who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Is it that's I'm like, all you gotta do is just wait. I'm like, these people right now, they 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 live in the now, and what they what they're not knowing is the now is affecting the future. Yeah. And if big time. And if it's one thing that we do, we remember. Oh, they remember. We'll hit you with the this mm-hmm. you real quick. Because, mm-hmm. and because, really, out of all things, you want to keep your status now. That's fine, but then you know, say say something sideways, or say if you know, say, oh, you know, you, you want to be, you know, back up when the Black Lives Matter was trending. Then you start losing people that just really want to just watch your shit, right? You know, say because too many people are waking up now. Even when I was a nerd, look, bro, I always used to call. I, I always wanted to go to go to my white safeness. I'm not gonna lie to you, because I felt as though because I was a nerd, I was accepted. Mm-hmm. But that, but that ain't the case, man. I learned that real quick. Right. So yeah, I mean, like yeah, so, yeah, so go. He go in. I mean, he, he can say, I don't watch Ninja anyway. I'm just saying, I, I know my son does. Yeah, I but don't I'm watch like, him, I, so I don't. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I already told him like. Those ain't who you need to be. Look, those people you don't need to be looking up to. Right. I mean, you can you go ahead and read. I mean, you can go read a book, or e- even if you don't want to learn about uh, iconic heroes because it may be boring or whatever the case may be, there are people that are doing the damn thing that's in our age range now. Right. Oh yeah. That's that, doing it. Go listen to Uncle Q. Should he make inspirational music? There's even streamers that's doing more than him. That's putting more creativity. I discovered this guy. He did um, a Final Fantasy VII playthrough. He was playing yeah. through the original and the remake at the same time. And I was like, "That's an amazing experience." But you just all you got to do is turn on Fortnite. And know you're going to get an audience when there's more creative people out here trying to fight for an audience. And what you, yeah. you just shadow follow them, but that's not enough. Like, what, what's a follow going to do for our cause? Yeah, and, and, and what's what's being non-racist gonna do for our cause? Right. Ain't gonna do. You know how my let's say, if you say no, bro, I don't feel like that. But I get killed in the street the next day. You coming to my funeral? No, you gonna cry for me? No, you don't even know I exist. Right. Mm-hmm. But you care. That ain't how it works. And unfortunately, that's just it's not how it works. It ain't. It's 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 so much more to that. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, y'all. You know, call me the bad guy on a lot of things. I'm just like, but it's just like certain circles. I just can't, you know, I don't trust people. Right. Because, you know, so I come from a Southern family. I can, sometimes I can just see through people. And it's just like, man, sometimes you want them, you want them to, but they don't have your best interest at heart. But I leave it at that. Mm-hmm. No, I 100% agree. I I don't know. I hope he changes his attitude. No, I don't. I don't want him to. I don't want him to. Because that's the problem. What are we hoping to change? Mm-hmm. It's like you as a just a good-hearted person because of the years I've known you. You and Q-Flow. Good-hearted people like, yeah, I kind of hope he kind of like finds his way. He ain't lost. He ain't lost. Kyrie Irving is lost. He's not lost. I meant to ask you about that. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Kyrie well, I don't Irving. I know where he at. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah, 
Kyrie has to try to find his way back. There, you can tell when, when somebody is truly lost and they're trying to find their way. Like, for instance, like I so you, you don't watch wrestling, but I know me and Q watch wrestling. Randy Orton was lost. Oh, yeah. And he got and he found himself. But he had to, he put himself on a public state and said, look, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I truly I finally realized what Black Lives Matter means. But you got to admit that. Right. Mm hmm. And say that, look, and to be lost is to be able to sit down and let somebody help you try to find your way. This man ain't lost. If this man, if this man was sitting there on, on an interview and talking, so how you felt teaching racism? Well, that's, that's the parents' job. He ain't lost. If he had said, if there's something else that I personally can do, could somebody help me? Right. Understand to teach that man ain't lost. So I'm, I'm not gonna say I hope he finds his way. He found his way, and it's the way, and this is the way that he won't be at. Look, I am so one thing I am so sick and tired of everybody. Thinking about doing laws and, and actions and stuff like that. Look, this Black Lives Matter stuff. It, it ain't. A, I don't need no white person to love me. I'm loved by people already. Martin Luther King said it best in one of his quotes, and he said, "We out here fighting because to try to change the law, and the the law is not to make a man love me, but it's to stop him from lynching me." I don't care who is an ally, who's not, because we're going to have allies, and we're not going. We're not going to have allies. But the point of the fight is to stop this shit from keep going and happening. That's what the fight is. I don't need. I don't need your friendship. I don't need your ally. I, you know, say we got plenty of more powerful allies than Ninja. You know, what I'm saying, and he, and I don't even mm-hmm. consider him one. Mm-hmm. Way more people. In our culture, who are people of color and are white folks? Shit, I'd rather I'd rather uh, I'd rather take Robert De Niro than Ninja. I'd rather take Jimmy Kimmel than Ninja. I'd rather take Chris Kumo than Ninja. I take both Kumo brothers. Exactly. These people who have went on the on the forefront and have shown what side they on, what they believe in. And don't care about the scrutiny that comes with it. I don't care that 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 man don't pay my bills. That man don't wipe my ass. That man does not put you know does not put me to sleep. That man does his own thing, and I res- he go out there and he go out there and work and do his stuff with Fortnite. Fortnite ain't gonna be around forever, right? You know what I'm saying? And that's for him. So I can say we, I know, but by the caring person you are, and you're like, hey. I, I hope he can find his way, bro. He, I'm telling you right now. As long as I know you, I'm telling you right now. The people that that you be praying for, which I agree with, they ain't lost. Ain't nothing wrong with them people. They not lost. And you know, God bless you for being the kind of man you are for going out there and find the heart, the, the good in people. But man, I'm telling you right now, these people ain't lost. And they never they were. Know what they, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. And they they want your sympathy. And you're going to give it to them because of who you are. And I applaud you for that. But these people ain't lost. They're not. Yeah, there's no, no, uh, I can't follow that. 
Uh, Malcolm Bryan over here. <laughs> Malcolm B. Be more like uh, Wilmer X, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, before that, we, we have a strange transmission coming from the year 2077. Uh, the Cyberpunk report. Apparently, there was a new patch out. I think Qflow is trying to connect with us. Let me. I, okay, I'm getting the. I'm getting the signal. Let's see if we can connect hey, to it. Hit your old TVs, and I mean something that's not flat. Qflow, <laughs> uh, uh, can you hear me? Uh yeah. I'm gonna make this quick because I might crash. No. Nah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we got a new patch. Um, you know, just another patch to fix the game. I I can't really get to specifics. It's all just to fix the game for uh for uh last gen systems um haven't had any uh crazy glitches except for you know can't shoot my pistol down when i'm aiming down sights but i could do it like a big ass glitch (laughs) it's not though no 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 it's not it's not compared no i mean when you hear game breaking glitch that ain't a game breaking glitch glitch i can't continue the game You flow. I don't mean to cut you off, but if I get a game called Cyberpunk where I'm supposed to shoot and I can't shoot, kind of like when NBA 2K21 came out last year and I couldn't shoot, (laughs) so that's a that's a game breaking glitch, isn't it? No, no, no. I didn't say you can't shoot. I said I can't shoot while (laughs) aiming down sight. Oh, excuse me. I can I can shoot from the hip. Oh, so you you wasn't playing Red Dead Redemption then? Pretty much. Um. (laughs) Nah, but uh, but uh, geez, what I was about to say. Oh yeah, he's glitching. Hit the TV. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I ain't have any crashes yet. There might be some though. I wouldn't. I I take that with a grain of salt. Uh, that's it though. That's that's it for the uh, weekly cyberpunk. Uh, right. what, what did they fix this time? <laughs> all right, we're getting our we're getting our signal back. I don't know how that happened uh, from the future. Future flow. Thank you very much. Um, oh yeah. Now, uh, present Q has a uh, movie experience. Uh, before we get to the movie experience, uh-huh. I, I Q flow. I just need yes, you to do one favor. Yes, sir. I need you to do do me three things. All right. Number one. Please tell me who was who who, was, who directed the movie. <laughs> okay, Number well two. let me go. Let me go. It's not Tyler Perry, if that's what you're wondering. No, 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 no. I I just want to know. Period. Okay. <laughs> Number two, give me a brief synopsis before you go into it. Because okay, you, you okay. And oh yeah, one, I'll try to <laughs> I'll try to limit the R booms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there are too many of them. <laughs> Boom. Oh. <laughs> and number three, I I appreciate your good. You're bad in the experience. It makes it so much easier to edit because I tried okay. editing Anthony Mac review and I said, "Well, I can't do nothing." Yeah, I, I yeah, that was all over the place. I apologize for Just that. Like the movie. Now <laughs> I will kick it off. So welcome back to the movie experience. I am Mr. A and D, and this is the audio version. There is a movie experience every single weekend, and actually, stay tuned because I put two remasters up. Since we got that awesome trailer of Kong versus Godzilla, I put up my Godzilla King of Monsters review and Kong Skull Island. And stay tuned because Sunday I plan on having my Salt and Pepper movie review up, along with the little things, the new Denzel Washington, Jared, uh, Jared. Uh, 
was it Jared Leto you know, and uh, Rami Malek? Yeah, Jared Leto and, and Rami Malek review up. So, oh, but now, uh, the little things. <clears throat> yeah, the little things. So I plan on having that. I plan on watching it tonight. So I'm letting y'all guys know right now that it ain't just me doing the movie reviews. It's also Q Flow that it's going to be up in this joint right here. So he went to go see a movie this weekend. So I'm gonna give him the floor. Q Flow, take it away. All right. So, um. We went, mom, uh, shout out to my mom. She rented out the theater for us. So this is my first time going to an AMC since, uh, like we said, since Bad Boys. And tonight we saw Fatal, Fatal, I don't know how they pronounce it, um, directed by Dion Taylor, Black Man. Uh, and it stars Anthony, mm, Lord, I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to outside the wire. I'm sorry, brother. It's uh starring Michael Ealy and Hillary Swank. Uh, wait, uh, so you said directed by Dion Cole? No, Dion Taylor. Okay, whoo. Yeah, I was I'm about to say, say Dion Cole, That's uh, the comedian, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, he directed. <laughs> nah, the yeah, nah, Dion Taylor. And uh, yes, it's uh, starring Michael Ealy, Hillary Swank. You got my man Mike Coulter in there. It's good to see him. Uh, you got uh, who else is in there? I'm trying to think some other familiar names. You got uh, Taryn Turner from uh, what was he in? Uh, uh, Menace. If you remember, he was in Menace Society. He was in Belly. It's all right. He's in. He's in all the gangster films. Um, and then you had this beautiful, beautiful black queen, Damaris Lewis beautiful woman um all right so uh brief synopsis um oh you all ready okay i heard i heard somebody just not thought somebody's about to say something all right brief synopsis um michael ealy stars as a uh, Derek tyler successful <laughs> successful black sports uh sports agent he was a uh, college star turned sports agent. Um, you know, just living his life, has a one night stand, and it all goes left. That says, <laughs> how's that for a synopsis? We good? Yeah, that, that's good. I, I, was, I was expecting a little yeah, bit more. All right. but <laughs> I just want to make sure, I just want to make sure, you know, I don't overdo my time. No, no, uh, no, you have the floor. I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting there saying, you know, when I was, you know, telling you all this, what I wanted to hear, I mean. Oh, yeah. You're doing a review, as in when I put this up, they're gonna hear your review. I, I mean, you you don't have to quote back to me. You know, it's kind of like okay. you know, you play okay. basketball. Hey, y'all ready for the layup? All right, here it come. <laughs> All right, no, I just want to make sure I I I just do it correctly. Respect the platform. All right, so uh, are we ready to go into us? Uh, or do y'all mind spoiler territory? So so the, the way I do it is since we don't really have an experience because we don't go to movie theater, I that's why I add the spoilers in. All right. This is where we are. Well, then, spoiler alert for those who, you know, want to go see it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, here we go. Um, so, like I said, it starts off. It starts off beautiful home. Yo, this they were not playing with this house. Beautiful home. It starts off with uh, Derek Tyler, his wife, Tracy Tyler, and uh, Rafe, Rafe Grimes. They, I, yeah, that's his name, Rafe Grimes. I'm not calling him that. I'm calling him Luke Cage. They in the crib chilling. They talking, you know, just successful black folk, man. Successful black folk. Now, what's going on in the film is that uh, Michael Ealy and his wife 
are having, you know, rough they they they, they rough patches in the marriage, just like all marriages. They having rough patches, but him and uh Luke Cage, they go out to Vegas for their friend's bachelor party, and that's when he was telling them, yo, I think she's seeing someone else. And he's like, yo, are you sure you're seeing signs? And he was like, I, I don't know. I just feel it, man. And I'm going to tell you right now, Luke Cage, I don't know who this man was. He was a, he was a, he was, a, I don't want to say an urban youth, but he wasn't, he was an ain't shit guy. Like, he was just like, yo, man, you'll see all, you'll see all this ass in here, man. Yo, give me your wedding ring. Give me your wedding ring. Like, he just took the dudes, he just took his wedding ring off. Was just like, go crazy, man. He was an asshole in this film. This was not my Luke Cage. But anyway, well, this was any, there wasn't anybody's Luke Cage. But anyway, so he in Vegas, he and uh, Michael Ely, he's in Vegas enjoying his time. It started getting lit in the club. And who's he see? Dressed in a nice dress. Good old Hillary Swank. They meet. They have a cocktail together. They talk. They take it. You know, she was telling him, hey, man, I'm just here. You know, I have a stressful job. I'm just here to, you know, I come to Vegas to unwind. And she was talking, you know, she he's introducing himself. Uh, red flag number one. He says, my name is Darren. His name was Derek. That's how that, that we already knew. All right. He's about to cheat. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. He has sex with her. And red flag from Hillary Swank. He's like, hey, where's my phone? And she's like, oh, it's in the uh, hotel safe. He's like, cool. What's the password? Mm, I don't know. And we're on the theater. Now, mind you, this is my family. Y'all know my sister. She was there. She's <laughs> <laughs> added to the entertainment. But anyway, so we're just like, okay, here we go. And she just, you know, she's just a single, single woman enjoying herself. She just want to have some fun. So she, he's like, hey, I got to get back to Seattle. Red flag number two. He doesn't live in Seattle. He lives in L.A. Anyway, so boom. Okay, sorry, that's the one. That's the one. All right, sorry. <laughs> so he go. He gets his stuff. He has sex with her one more time. He gets his stuff. He goes home. Uh, he gets home. He try. He starts cooking, cause you you know he he feels guilty for cheating. That's that's let's call a spade a spade. He felt guilty for cheating. He starts cooking for his wife. She's like, no no no. I'm sorry. They have an argument first because she's a real estate agent. And he doesn't want her work. And he's like, hey, you got home pretty late. And she's like, well, we just sold off on a big deal. On a, we closed a big deal in the house. And we went, we went out to celebrate. I don't say anything where you're out late. They just have, they're just arguing. And this, and this sucks because they're actually like, they made a good couple. She's a very beautiful woman. And, you know, he's a good looking guy. He's Michael Ely. And uh, so, so whatever. He tries to, he, he wants to fix it. So he starts cooking for her and all that. They uh, take it upstairs. They have sex, whatever. And next thing you know, she hears a she hears a noise. Somebody breaks in their house. So he goes to see who it is. It's this big white dude in a ski mask. They get into a fight. He's like, uh, you know, gun gun goes off. He's fine. It just goes off next to him. She runs downstairs. He's like, yo, call nine one one. Boom. They call nine one one. Now here's where here's where it go left. They talking to the officer. He said, "All right, look, we are gonna have a uh, detective. Detect. We gonna have the detective uh, Quinlan is gonna come talk to you." Detective Quinlan walks over. Who is it? Hillary Swank. 
alcoholic, <laughs> and he's yo, you can yo, he's having a panic attack on the inside, and she's just looking at him. She's and and crazy white woman. Do I know you from somewhere? And he's like, no, I don't think so. She's like, no, I really think I know you from somewhere. I think I've seen you from somewhere. I, and his wife, his wife is just like, well, he he was a you know college superstar turned sports agent. He he just signed a deal with Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson's in the film, by the way, for like a couple seconds. So you know you might have seen him on TV. He does a lot of interviews and all that. She's like, okay. So she's assigned to the case. Uh. That's it. So that was it for that night. So now she finds out he's married. He's not from Seattle. He lied. Blah, blah, blah. They uh, try to find out who it was that broke into the house. He is like trying to find a way to not get the news out that he had an affair. So he's trying his best. So he like sets up. She's like, you know, call me if you have anything, any updates on the case, anything you could think of. So he goes to her office. She's like, do you have anything about the case? And he's like, I'm not here for the case. I want to talk about us. And she's like, what do you want to talk about? Uh, do, do, it was a one night. Did, was this your first time cheating on your wife? Which it was. And they just have a simple, little, you know, they just have a little back and forth. She's like, look, nobody's going to say anything. I'm not going to tell. All right. It is not. It, you expose. I expose you. You expose me. We're all we're all going down. Like, it, it's just the, nobody wins at this. That's basically what she's saying. But you can still, like, that, like, you just have that umph in the back of your head, like, nah, something's still off. Then we get a little backstory on Hillary Swank's character. And what happened, and, and you meet her ex husband. Now, her ex husband is his name. Uh, how can I explain it? I don't know what he does for a living, but he's a very powerful man. All right. I don't I'm talking I'm talking I'm talking he has the law in his back pocket. He has the law by the balls, all right? I don't know what they never explain what he does, but he's a very powerful man. And she went to go she wants to see her daughter. Now her daughter's in a wheelchair, you don't know why. But the after the conversation you find out it's it's her fault that her daughter's in a wheelchair and she's like I want custody. Like I I want her to know, like, I, I, I want my daughter. And he's like, you're, you're never going to see your daughter. I don't even know why you're here. You're violating the, uh, the, the, the restraining order. Go away. The next time you're here, it's going to, you're, you're going to need more than just a court order or whatever. So then we go back. Um, Hillary Swank, uh, she, she pops up at Michael Ely's house. And um, she she's just like he's just like you know once again like he you know we we know why he's nervous like you could tell he is having a heart attack every time he sees her around his wife right. and uh she's just like yeah you know I just wanted to see what it was like during the daytime maybe you know make sure I didn't miss anything in the house. Make sure I could, you know, we could find evidence that we couldn't see because it was nighttime and all the flashing lights and whatever. And the wife, uh, his wife was just like, hey, I have to go uh, sell a house by the beach. Uh, I'll see you guys later. If there's anything you need, just let me know or we'll call you, blah, blah, blah. And Hillary Swank leaves. Now, I did skip a part by mistake. We get introduced to um, his cousin, Turin. 
Terrence a gangster. He he's a gangster from I don't know what what uh, L.A. hood he from, but he a gangster. And Michael Ealy gives him a like he gives him a bag every time. And him and uh, Luke Cage, he, like Luke Cage, this is when you find out Luke Cage is an asshole in this film. He's like, "What's up, you little short motherfucker? Like, why are you here? Right. Broke ass, like broke ass, new, you know, uh, urban youth." He just, just, just disrespecting him. He's just like, "Yo, he's off limits." He's like, "Why are you giving him money?" And later on, later on, you find out why he's been giving him that bag all these, all these times. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I ain't mean to skip. I, I skipped that part. I ain't mean to skip that part. All right. So now uh, he he's leaving work. Michael Ely's leaving work. Hillary Swank pulls up and she's like, "I need you to. We have something. Uh, we have something." And while she's uh, she's just like, you know, get in the car right now. I, I have to sh- I have to show you. And what happened was uh, earlier she told him that it might have been a hit job and somebody wants and you know who will want him dead. Now uh, I, I I made a mistake and I was moving too quick because I just it, I just got to get to the good parts, but. Two clues, all right. The first clue was the like the first thing that made the made us go, huh? During Michael Ely and his wife's argument, she wants to work. He doesn't want her to work, but she's like, I I want my own income. I don't want your income. Mm. And you know, that was that was their their whole argument. He doesn't want her working. He's like, I could provide for you, which he can. Right. Yeah, I mean, he just closed a big deal with Lance Stevenson, and. Uh, whatever. The second thing that made us go, huh? Michael Ely and Luke Cage had a sit down, and they were talking about a buyer. Somebody wanted to buy the company. He's like, no, we made this company. This is a black owned. This is our company. We work for ourselves. We do this ourselves. Right. And he's like, dude, this is a. We're talking millions. We're we can make millions right now if we sell. And he's like, we talked about you know, and they, they that's their back and forth. So Hillary Swank is kind of had a hunch like this might have been a hit job so when she pulled up to him she's like look come with me right now and she takes him to the beach and he's like what's going on she's like take this she gave him binoculars she was like look at the fourth house on the right look at the balcony uh to the left he looks in comes luke cage and he's like all right that's that's my business partner that's grimes she's like keep looking here comes his wife Luke Cage and Michael Ely's wife were sleeping together. And Michael Ely, she's like, look, the hit, they, they could have set up the hit job. Right. They, why, you know, it could be them who wanted you dead, who hired the guy to break into your house. And he's like, nah, 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 it doesn't make any sense. She was like, your wife heard the first gunshot and didn't call 911. Why? Huh. And it made sense. It made sense. So we're on the theory, like, yo. So, so in my head, I'm thinking, like, yo, we about to get Michael Ely and Hillary Swank versus Luke Cage and the wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there, are we about to get so like that because we don't know where this is going. And 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 so we're like, okay. And then we get boom. All right, sorry for that. We get another flashback. Sorry, actually, I, I I just had a great idea. Just be you. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so we get another flashback to Hillary Swank because she's really trying to get her daughter, and this is what happens. All right, this is how her daughter ends up in a wheelchair. She comes home drunk as hell, knocked out, passed out on the bed. Her daughter walks in, grabs her gun, shoots herself. Now she paralyzed from the waist down. 
That's how. She and that's that bad? huh? She missed that bad. I don't. Game, well, man? we you don't see her daughter shoot herself. You just okay. see her daughter pick up. You just see her daughter pick up the gun. Hillary Swank wakes up and she's like, "No!" And you hear the gunshot, and that's why she doesn't get her daughter. And so, so, so she takes Michael Ely to her apartment, and they're trying to, you know, come up with a plan. He's drunk as a skunk, uh, drunk, drunk, drunk. And she's like, "So, what do you want to do about it?" He, she was like, "What you want to kill him?" And he's like. He's like contemplating it. And she was like, well, what do you want to do right now? And they have sex again. They have sex again. But here's here's where it's getting fishy. She picks up a like like she picks up the vodka bottle that he had. And I'm thinking like, is she about to grab his fingerprints or something? Like what's going on? And, um, and, you know, they have sex and he leaves. And I'm just like, OK. And she spazzes out. Cause she's crazy. Like, like we're not going to rule that out. She's crazy. And anyway, so, uh, I could jump. A, I'm, I'm going to jump a few parts. We go back to Michael Ely's house. He's drunk as hell. Like I said, he gets a, his, his, his doorbells going off and it's the police. And they're like, yo, we need you to pack your things and come with us. And he's like, why? And he's like, we're not at Liberty to say. So him and Hillary swank in the office. And he's like, what's going on? And she was like, I need you to be 100% honest with me right now. And he's like, okay. And she's like, where did you go after you left? And he's like, I went home. She was like, are you sure? And he's like, I, I believe so. Like, remind you, he's drunk. So, I mean, he was drunk. So he really doesn't know. She, he's like, why? What's going on? She pulls out a folder. Luke Cage and his wife, dead. Oh. Dead. And we're like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> They're dead. And he's like, what? And she was like, did you go and kill them? And he's like, no, I didn't kill them. She pulls out a bag. It's his wedding ring. She's like, we found this. She's like, I, we found this at the scene. And he's like, she was like, did you go? And he's like, yeah, I went. So now we get his perspective of what happened. And mind you, he's drunk. But he was like, I just had to, I just had to find out what happened. So he goes... So so now we get the scene and uh, he, he goes to the house, the beach house where they were at. And there they are smashing. And uh, Luke Cage sees him and he's just like, yo, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. Blah, 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 blah. And he's just what? standing there. He just, he's like, he's like, I didn't mean it. He's like, I didn't mean it. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. And and right, his wife. His wife walks between them and she just gives him this death stare. And I'm thinking like, oh, do she know? And all she says was, don't act surprised. And I'm like, wow, black queen. I was on her side for the, for the film, too. I'm saying like, is anything because uh, I was getting mad. I'm like, you know, what, Michael Ealy, you deserve this. But anyway, because I'm like, you shouldn't have cheated, you, you bastard, especially on that black queen. But anyway. So then, so Hillary Swink is like flipping the, it's like she's telling the story. She's so you see him take his wedding ring off. He actually did that. He took his wedding ring off. It wasn't planted or anything. She's like, so you walk back to the car, you grab the gun and kill and, and you kill them. And so in the scene, you see him doing that. But he's like, no, I didn't kill them. He's like, I didn't kill them. And she's just like, I don't know what to tell you, blah, 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 whatever. Just, 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 just go home figure figure it out so they had the funeral and uh it's it's him 
his mom and his cousin Turin. And then Turin's looking like, yo. And he looks up and Hillary Swank is at the top of his uh, driveway. He had a very weird driveway, by the way. It, I won't, I, I'll explain that later. It was just weird to me because like he has this big ass mansion and on the in his driveway is a hill that goes down into the garage. But then the thing is, like he parks his car on this platform and the platform just spins. So it ain't like he has to do a U-turn or anything. He it just spins and he that's, can just drive forward. This man money. never. Huh? <laughs> that's the, that's that's money money. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this man had, was like Tony Stark rich, but <laughs> but anyway. So Hillary Swank is just like um talking to him and whatever. He's like, "Yo, I didn't do this." And then she's like, "Well, who's the she?" She's talking to him and he's just like, "Why are you? What do you want from it? Like, what do you? Why are you messing with me?" Blah blah blah. And she was just like, well, who's the real killer? The one who wants it done or the one who... She's like, the one who does it or the one who wants it done? And that's when it's revealed. You killed them? And she was like, you can't you can't prove it. I had you a can't feeling. Prove it. I had a feeling she did. I was like, nah, this something ain't right. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, like we sitting like, yo, what the heck? And mind you, we still don't know who the hitman is like who <laughs> broke into his house. So, so anyway... So he's like, "What are you doing?" And and, she, and like like she just walks away. She was like, she was like, "Go." She was like, "You're gonna get indicted sooner or later." So just go in the house and play the 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 harp, the bereaved husband. And he grabs her like, "Yo, hold on!" And she puts the gun on him like, "Look, I can kill you right now, and it'll be self defense." And I'm saying like, "Man, this is a white woman with a badge and a gun. Drop, leave it alone." I'm about to say, did you leave not it. see Lovecraft Country? Right, <laughs> like, yo, leave it alone. So, um, she's trying to frame him. She's trying to frame him. This, this, so that's what it is now. So, uh, he's talking to his mom, and his mom is just like, "Look, I know you didn't do it, but the thing with the thing is, because he's famous and like he was a star athlete, and he's famous, and also this is where we find out what he did for his cousin." So apparently Michael Ely got in like because Michael Ely's character has a criminal past. And one of those things was armed robbery. But what happened was the charges was dropped because his cousin took that charge for him. Because yeah, his cousin's a real his cousin was a real one. His cousin took that charge for him. So he does so he can get his basketball scholarship and be a superstar and all that. So that's why that's why that's why uh, he's been giving his cousin money all the time. And he's like, yo, he's off limits. Leave him alone. That's why, because he took that charge for him, and basically, is the reason why he's super duper rich. Like, cause that all that whole domino effect. So anyway, so he's like talking to his cousin. He's like, yo, I mean, mom, she don't, she, you know, she don't believe it. She don't believe it was you, but you know, she can't go to the, she can't go to her supermarket. She can't go to the church because people judging her, like, oh, your son's a killer. Your son's a killer because they know who she is too. So she's talking to him. She's just like, look, I know you didn't do it. You're a good man. All you got left is your name. Don't let them take your name. And and that was her words to him. Don't let him. Don't let them take your name. You go out there. You fix this. Whatever whatever you got to do, you fix this. Don't let them take your name. So everybody leave except for his cousin. He's talking to his cousin. He's like, look, the, the detective, man, she's, she's the one. She's who she killed them. And she's trying to frame me. And he's like, what? He was like, yeah, she's trying to frame me. And he was like, please. He was like, he was like, I'm telling you because you're my cousin. I trust you, but please don't do anything. Don't do nothing about it. He was like, I ain't making no promises. So boom. We go to his cousin. His cousin about to go 
smoker. He trying to go smoker. He pull up, grab one of the blood homies name of name Bumpy. Bumpy was a cool dude too. You only see Bumpy for like five minutes, but we like Bumpy in the theater. We're like, oh, Bumpy a real one. He's like, yo, bro, you want me to go? And he's like, nah, man, this is different. It's a detective. He's like, man, I'm with whatever, cause like it ain't even about nothing, dog. We can go, and we just like, yeah, Bumpy. So they, we get back to Hillary Swank. She does the most creepiest thing ever. She walks it. She's in her ex husband's house. She walks into her, her daughter's room. Her daughter sleeps. She just walks in, stares at her daughter. And then she walks into her ex-husband's room while him and his wife is sleeping. And she's just staring at him. Death stare. And we're just like, yo, what the heck? And what happened was we found out. This is when we found out, too, that his, he's powerful. Because we get a quick little cutaway. Not cutaway. We get a quick little flat flashback. And he rigged the whole system. He rigged the whole system. She was never going to win that original court case where her daughter, you know, where she was, you know, he he took the daughter, took the money and all that and left. We found out she was never going to win. That's how we knew he was powerful. He's like, yo, I got the judges. I got the courts. Nobody's, nobody's going to listen to you. This was rigged. He was never going to win. And we just like, yo, who is he and what do he do? So she's going home. She gets home. Clock gun butt to the head pistol whip bugsy i mean bumpy pistol whipped her knocked her down and he and, and tarin's just like she's like yo you're 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 Derek's cousin tarin right you're the criminal and he was like he don't even know i'm here like he sent you he's like he don't even know i'm here you know what i mean what you trying to do to my cousin like what are you doing like what's going on and and she's just like like she starts faking a panic attack and these idiots fall for it. We're like, no, smoker, but bumpy. Like, I'll smoke your bitch ass right now, like gangster. I'll smoke you right now if you don't answer. She started having a panic attack, acting like she about to throw up. She's like, I, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. And he's just like, yo, dog, she got it. I need her to talk, man. Take her to the bathroom. And we just like, no, everybody in the theater knew this was a setup. And we're like, no. So he in the bathroom, he's like, yo, that bitch, all right? He turns around for one second. Hillary Swank grabbed the grabbed the little thing, the toilet seat cover, you know the you know the heavy part of the toilet. Yeah. Grab that, smack him upside the head with it. Go into the go into the ceiling. Grab the twelve gauge, twelve gauge shotty. Boom! Shot shot kill kill Bumpy. We like no, not Bumpy. Killed the cousin. We like no. She killed his cousin. She called Michael Ely. And he's just like, yo, and she's, she's, he dead. You better come over here and meet me here. Meet me at the beach house right now. So he go to the beach house and he's like, so you, you killed him. And, uh, he, he, he fights her. He starts fighting her and he grabs the gun from her. And he, and she's like, hold on, hold on. Don't kill a cop. This is when the whole grand scheme comes full circle. He was like, what do you, she's, she's like, don't, don't you dare come near me. And, and he's like, he, he has the gun in his hands now. He's like, back up. You better back up. And she flinches at him and he shoots her. And we're like, yo, because we know the movie ain't over. We're like, yo. And she was just like, so you are a killer. And she pulls out a real gun because he shot blanks. And I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, this is when it clicked in my head. She got his fingerprints. She's like, put the gun down. And she picks it up. Now she got his fingerprints. And she and that's the gun that she used to kill Luke Cage and his wife. 
She was like, I got your wedding ring and I got your fingerprints. And we're just like, yo, what? And she was like, now you're going to kill for me. And he was like, what? And this is where we know she did all this so Michael Ely can go kill her ex-husband so she can get her daughter back. She And this was her plan. You kill my ex-husband, I will plant the whole thing on your cousin. And he was like, what? She was like, we'll frame your cousin. We'll say, you know, beloved cousin, you've been helping him out. He finds out that your wife was cheating. He he takes it, he kill he takes it in his own hands and he kills them both. That's the plan. And you out, you're a free man. I get my daughter. Everybody goes home happy. You use me, so I'm gonna use you. And he goes along with it. And this is this is where this is what we thought was gonna happen. We me, Ricky, my sister Ashley, we all in the theater, like, yo, his her husband, her ex-husband, powerful. He go he could probably come up with a grand scheme so she she know his whole she's been stalking this man but she is a detective also so she know his whole routine six in the morning he goes for a jog at 6 15 he uh six fit knowing his speed 6 15 he gonna be at the tunnel you're gonna be at the north side of the tunnel that's where you get it done toss the gun in the sewage drain so uh that's what that's what he does. So, so he meets him there at six fifteen. We sit here like, all right, here come the here come the plan. Here come the plan. So he's like, yo, are you uh, are you Valerie? You're Valerie's ex husband, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, what? I don't know you, cause he's an arrogant son of a bitch too. By the way, this dude's a jerk, cause he's rich and he's powerful. So he's like, I don't know you, man. Like, and he trying to, you know, what I mean, go on his job. He's like, look, man, she trying to frame me. She wants me to kill you. I'm just trying, like, like let's. And he was like, "What? You trying to kill me, hothead?" So he starts fighting. They start fighting in the tunnel. The gun goes off. He's dead. We're like, "What the heck?" We're all in the theater, like, "Damn it!" Like, cause we thinking, like, "All right, they could plan something, take her down, cause he's powerful." Nope, he's dead. So she's like, "When you're done," she was like, "She was like, when you're done, bring, bring, toss the gun, come back to the apartment. The gun that I'm framing you with." will be in a bag, you could toss it, do whatever you want with it, whatever. So he kills him by mistake. He runs away and he gets back to her to uh, her apartment. And he she's just like, so uh by the way, we're getting to the end, by the way. I feel like I skipped some things, but you know, we, we I, I got most of it. I got the good stuff out. So um so that's when so that's when um so that's when um he gets to her apartment, the job is done, and uh she's pouring herself a drink and he was like, How do I know you're not gonna kill me? And she's like, We both getting what we want. I get my daughter, you get your freedom, we're good. So she about to take a drink and she was like, Take the gun, go ahead. And he's like, Okay. So he takes the gun, he's about to walk out, she puts the drink down, pulls the gun out on him, and she's about to sh- like she's about to shoot him. Guess what, y'all? Michael Ely did not get rid of that gun. We're like, good. So now they get into a firefight. Bow, bow. They shooting at each other. It's lit. It's action. We like, cool. They finally running the fade we wanted to see. He gets a couple. She she pops him in the shoulder. He gets a couple shots on her. He walks over to her. And she's dead. He kicks the gun away. And, and yeah, that's it. So he goes over it. So we thinking like, all right, cool. Movie done. He goes to the, he goes, hold up. He goes to the elevator. He turns around, body gone. We like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's still alive. He look around, 
Boom, here she come. Knife in her hand. Starts stabbing this man. She's shanking this man like prison style. And he gets a couple shots off on her. And now they both in the elevator, slowly heading. This uh, First of all, this is the slowest elevator I've ever seen in my life. Elevator, moving down slow. They bleeding on the elevator. And uh, they just, t- like, they had a conversation. I forgot what, I forgot how, you know, initially what was said. And he, he starts laughing. He, she's like, what are you laughing for? He pulls a phone out. He recorded the whole conversation where she admitted it. She admitted everything. And he recorded the whole conversation. And so, uh, boom, the elevator gets to the bottom floor, police and ambulance. And we just sit here like, that's it. Like, he just, everybody, everybody dead. But hold on. Michael Ely wakes up like he's not dead. And we're like, yo, what the hell? Like, he's still alive. After getting shot in the shoulder and stabbed multiple times, the man is still alive. The cops is just like, yo, hands up, hands up, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to a scene. You hear you hear hip-hop radio. Yo, what's the word, y'all? This the radio station, blah, blah, blah. So y'all know the killer. You know, uh, Derek, uh, Derek, Derek Tyler, the man who charged with double, double homicide. If the shade room said he did it, that man did it. That's that's the uh, the male, the 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 man on the radio show. And the girl was like, "Well, hold on now, because we got word that due to video, I mean, due to a, a voice recording, that man is what he is a free man." And the dude is like, "Well, here's some good. News. He's like, well, that's a life lesson for you." If you <laughs> urban youths, if you're gonna cheat, make sure it ain't a cop. And <laughs> and and he's free. He's a free man. He saved his name. He he's good. He's good to go. And that's that's pretty much the film. It 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 when we talking about uh, well, let's get to the good. Let me, let me just break. All right, this 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 the part. So here's the good. Um, when we talking about movies like Obsess. Fatal Attraction, those type of archetype films. This is what I I went in with that mindset, but it wasn't what it was. And it was really a good movie. It was really a good movie for what it was. You know, it wasn't, you know, it ain't a blockbuster or whatever, but it definitely wasn't another Tyler Perry film. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Fatal Attraction. Two good actors in a bad movie. Um, The bad... Uh... It did get kind of like like once they reveal I, I kind of wanted them to string string along the reveal of who did the killing. And um, also, we never found out about the hitman, the dude who broke in the house. You, we don't find out about him anymore. Like that's just dead in the water. Like we we fa- like it, we we assume it was never proven. We just assumed that Luke Cage and uh, Michael Ely's wife hired him to get him out of the way. But we don't know. We don't know, honestly. That's just the assumption that we all walked out with. Whatever. Um, that's that's probably about it. I'm sure y'all could find more bad. I I I don't know. Um, and then the experience. Uh, like I said, we my mom rented out the theater. We had the whole theater to ourselves. It was mostly family, couple church folk. Um, and, you know, it was good seeing my family, especially because I couldn't see them during Christmas because of COVID. But it was good seeing my family. Um, AMC. They they got some they got some new snacks in there. You know I mean, I had mac and cheese, fried mac and cheese balls. It was good, the little mac and cheese bites. Um, yeah, it was good. We had the whole theater to ourselves. 
So, you know, my sister was able to be her goofy self. <laughs> I was uh, joking around with my mom, telling my, hey, mom, close your eyes during all the sex scenes or whatever. It was it was a good experience. It was a good time, man. I really miss going to the theater, man. I really miss going to the movies. Like, I really want to rent out theaters just for, you know, for the friends, for the family. Um, and that's it. Uh, my rating, I give it a, I give it a solid B. I don't, I don't know what that is. Is that, is that damn near, it's not damn near perfect. I, 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 it's definitely a B. Definitely a B. Maybe you could say C plus if, you know, if you, but it's, it's definitely in that C plus B minus B range for me. Well, you know what? I'm glad to hear it because, um, when you told me who the director was, I was like, "Wait a minute!" So I had to go look up to look up that name, and he just did that that uh new Tyrese movie uh, called Black and Blue, and I was just like, ah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> "But I think we're only but, saying that because it's Tyrese." No, I'm <laughs> saying that because it's it, it's the plot. <laughs> but uh, I, I was saying um. It's good to hear that they they went a different direction with this, because you know I don't have a problem with Hillary Strength. I mean, she does do a lot of uh, white savior movies type things, like you know Freedom Riders and stuff like that. But uh, I um, it sounded it sounded actually pretty pretty dope. Yeah, it was man, it really was. All right, so that's well, guys, that's the movie experience. Like, subscribe, and share, and. Uh, Every weekend is a new movie experience, especially Black History Month. There are going to be Black History movie reviews every single weekend. So stay tuned for all that. And of course, we're doing a TV experience with Lovecraft Country. So stay tuned for all that. So once again, like, subscribe, and share. If you listen to the podcast, we'll continue. But then if you're listening on YouTube, and see a place with Channel Trump and I'll see you at the movies. And that will end the podcast there. God, that was... Uh, <laughs> I didn't think that review was going to be as long as it was. <laughs> but uh, I did enjoy it. Um, Flow, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me wherever you listen to your music. Um, and uh, just stay stay tuned because uh, March, I'm, uh, throwing, I'm throwing a virtual concert. Um. You you don't even gotta you only gotta leave your home. You can uh just just pull up on YouTube and and, and rock out with your boy. That sounds great. Hold on, I'm gonna cut you off. Are you gonna check out Judas and the Black Messiah when it come out? Uh yeah, I would like to. Okay, come out HBO Max in February. I'm just like, I'm gonna have somebody do the review with because uh, if Fred Hampton, that's that's a, that's a David Oyelowo. I'm not David Oyelowo. The um Dan Kaluuya movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. I'm I'm here for it. All right, and Mr. A&E, where can we find you? You can find me on a multitude of things. Uh, host of the No Gimme City Wrestling Podcast. First live review for Royal Rumble coming tomorrow, so make sure you guys stay tuned for the live. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Swag will, you know, or if I finish the thumbnail, whatever the case may be, that we could, you know, set, set a reminder for it uh, on YouTube. And uh, the TV experience every Friday is WandaVision, and then, of course, along uh, every Saturday is WandaVision. And uh, we're going to be doing uh, Lovecraft Country because Swag has not seen it, and I think that's a, a good thing for him to check out. So oh, we're going to yeah. be, yeah, we're going to be doing a breakdown of that. Then, like I said, movie experience every single weekend, and uh, fri- Friday through Sunday is when we do movie experience. So you're going to get some remasters, and you're going to get a brand new movie review every single weekend, whether it be a documentary or TV show or a movie. It doesn't matter. So uh, 
make sure you guys uh, subscribe to check out all that stuff every single weekend. And the rest of the stuff stays the same. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. You're going to get all, all those reviews as well. And, and Instagram and Twitter, as we're working to rebuild that and the website, uh, NC Place Number 2B. Yeah, and you can find me um, on both channels, uh, Nerd Coalition Studios and Nerd Coalition Level Up. Uh, we got discussion videos coming back uh, starting February 6th and pretty much almost every week after that. I uh, just finished editing two of them. Thank God the rendering time was long. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so stay tuned for that. And, yeah, keep flow. Take us out. <laughs>